Welcome back to this podcast series uh, where we interview different Guru Sikhs on different topics. And uh, last year, myself and Bayman Deep Singh, uh, we sat down and spoke about the topic of 1984. Um, I think the title was um, like the Operation Blue Star and just like the general overview of that topic. And we spoke about things such as, you know, the non-political resolution, um, kind of from June the 1st onwards, day by day account, just a general overview and some of the different operations that took place as well at that time. And it was a great video, a great overview uh, that we did last year. Uh, but today we've got by Harjinder Singh Ji, and we're going to be talking about some more specific stuff. And we've got a lot of questions as well, especially from that podcast last year, Mandeep Singh. Uh, a lot of people had a lot of things to say, a lot of positive things. But of course, especially with this, to- uh, this topic, which is quite a um, touchy topic for many people, um, you get a lot of hate and a lot of more kind of rubbish coming out as well, right? Yeah, I think there's a lot of ignorance because mm. um, the media is obviously very powerful. The Indian state media is still very powerful. So what people are hearing mainstream is mm. quite far from the truth. 100. And I think that has subconsciously sat within people's minds for many, many years, even our own family members. And as a result of it, you kind of get this knee-jerk reaction whenever Jadassi is mentioned. Mm. Um, and those narratives come out to the forefront. And that's mm. what we're here to unpick. 100%. And uh, by Harjinder Singh Ji, just to start off with, uh, just one simple question. What comes to mind when the the phrase 1984 comes up in your mind or somebody says it to you? For me, it's uh, the attack on Darbar Sahib, the Delhi, Kanpur, post Indira Gandhi assassination, massacres of Sikhs and displacing of Sikhs. And the whole of 84 is a year after June, especially for the last six months of that year, the Sikhs are continuously persecuted mm. and there's blackouts of state media. So that's what comes to my mind immediately when I think of 1984. Anji. And um, when it comes to this topic itself, because you've done a lot of research into it, uh, and uh, next year is 40 years right, since 1984. Um, so what has changed then from 1984 to the present day? What do you think has been the shift uh, overall, if you could just summarize it? It's like any movement. So every movement has a peak trough. And uh, so after 1984, like the first march that we did in the UK, I went with my family from Karma Godre and Warsaw, so Gurnana Godre, West Bromwich Street. And I remember every family member of mine went to that march. So like all our family at the time were not, we were all non-Amartari. So my direct family and all my Buaya, Chache, everyone was like non-Amartari. But yet every family member went. So we were like three to four to a seat on two seats on the coaches. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it was like the the roars at the time was like through the roof. So if you think it was like, it's just people who just couldn't fathom that the Indian government attacked the Bar Sahib. So even at the Majara, like we go to the Majara now, it's more like a Nagar Kirtan. Yeah. But then everyone was just screaming their lungs through and everything. And literally at some of the Majara, they attacked the Indian consulate when they walked past it. Mm-hmm. So like the feeling at that time in 84 was completely different. And then eight, 94, I take Amrath, so that was 10 years hmm. after 84, Anna. But on the, the, the 10 years, I remember I went to the Majara and uh, there was a, a crew of us from Warsaw, and a lot of them were a lot older than me, of Sengs. And they had barricades outside where the Indian consulate was. I remember as a 16 year old, we stood outside the Indian consulate as 10, 15 of us all a bit G'd up, whatever, and I'm like doing Nare like tunes and stuff like that. And we stood there 
and started doing the nare and then after about 5 10 minutes the police started moving the barricades forward yeah. walking towards us so sort of threatening us to move yeah and i turned around and looked and the whole majara had passed us so the whole majara had walked past behind us like i'm not saying we were at the front wherever we were in the majara but we were like literally 10 15 guys standing there and just giving it some like as young people you know what i mean that's mm. all we were doing when we mm. like and but the whole majara walked past us and then when the police started moving the barricades i looked around saw that had happened and then after a while we were like everyone else had left us what as it juri qurbani deni hana so we walked off as well but that was like a that was quite shocking to me on the 10 years because it's like wait one minute we're here for this and we can't stand outside the indian consulate who we're actually protesting against yeah and actually give it some for a half an hour or an hour so that's me as a 16 year old and then i remember i stood on the coach for 3 hours just thinking and then i shook him with the next someone sanjarana so even my sikhis from 84 or from the majara and whatever you want to say hana we were always around people who were in the sangarsh so we saw people die from families around us so we've seen that then we've also seen like santana singh's family by amrik singh's family so we've seen even those parivars and we've done things in those families and so this obviously i didn't expect to see out doing this but there's families within our circle who've been part of the sangarsh who've lived the sangarsh through their families through their sreed through their emotional turmoil the torture and whatever it may be they've lived the sangarsh and so it's not for me it's not like a hobby horse we're not here doing 84 prachar because it's something to get a bit of hype or something like Najwan and I go to India regularly and the Indian state follows me it's not a big deal and it's like a normal thing for us because this is what our Sangarshi Pramars do but it's it's more about from the 10 years I saw that and then after that it because of my whole life like from an eight year old even and it's like on my personal Instagram some of you might have seen a post about two days ago when I'm about seven years old and we did a sponsored walk from Coventry to Warsaw and that was for uh the sangarshana so even the money from that we were like kids and but we were always dragged to programs on sundays and stuff so we were around people who were actually like getting terrorism charges getting house raids by mi5 and things like that so we were always around those people it was nothing subnormal or abnormal to us and and there was obviously people like by nirmal singh and who was quite gopt on his involvement with babar khalsa even though he was quite active at certain points and but then after that after i take amrit then it becomes a thing where i have to talk about it because no other pracharak at the time was really doing it so like i became like the sort of spokesman the uh what you say the the stereotyped 84 speaker <laughs> like basic sikhi podcast first podcast to come on is about 84 you didn't talk, call me for anything else so i've, I've been like i've been stereotyped as the 84 yeah, man yeah. and it was never like i wanted to become that person and i remember when i look back like how bad my talks were back then when i was 18 in terms of what they become now in terms of the knowledge and the growth of people and but so obviously i became like this 84 sort of molded speaker there was a few other people like shira punjab did it at certain points and i did it from south hall but really it was like and then indi smedic became like the second person after that and but really for a good 10 years it was just me and people were just scared to speak about it yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was about because of the suppression so if you think 94 95 the movement sort of ends but people were still scared to speak about it so if you think of jaggi jol now in the case people are scared to go to india just because yeah. they're living in glasgow even though they're not linked to anything yeah, yeah, yeah. so there was a lot of that as well so 
over the years that changed and then obviously we got into writing the books and things as well so Robert Harkson gave us our guest right the Jeevanya and we wrote Game of Love and then we got some people academically uh, criticized me and said there's no academia in your book yeah and there was and there wasn't but the problem was the Jeevanya that we took were from Avazikam this but this and the people who scanned them in didn't take the page numbers or the dates it wasn't sourced properly yeah it wasn't sourced properly so even when we tried to source some of the data we couldn't even after the book was published and but it was more about putting our own voice out there because the indian government has like 99 books and we have one mm. which is of our view and i knew by writing the game of love once it's written you can quote it yeah it doesn't matter if it's not it academically resource, right? sourced yeah. you can still quote it so it was that it was more about putting that down for that book and that i think we published that i think in 2008 again on vasaki so it was the the years of 78 and if my maths is right yeah yeah 2008 so we right. released that at Bedford and even at that program this is so hilarious like what goes on behind closed doors I'll say it today because it's been enough years we didn't know at the time when we did the book release we went to meet Singh Sai Bairanjit Singh who killed the Narangari Gurbachana and we tried to get him to the UK and he said to me he was in France so we drove to Paris and we met him and he said to me he said the only way you're going to get to me to the UK is the home secretary has to approve my visa because they've told me in nonsense in terms you're never going to be allowed into the UK. And I said okay then that's not going to be it. So what if we get you on Zoom? So you can do that. So what we did is we at that program we were going to release the book. We put him on a Zoom call in the Diwan. Oh, wow. And he did a speech on the Zoom call. But we didn't know at the time the Narangari's headquarters for the UK I think's in Bedford. <laughs> <laughs> so they told the police that we are doing this smagam we were doing sukhna sab all day for bana kente and then we'd look like national coaches or transport numbers and stuff and the police came to the godraji in the day first and said like or the day before and they said do you need police for this program and they got they're like what for they go you got like a national program they go we don't need extra policing then they turned up the next day and they saw it like part going on because the police were come they go what do you expect it to be and the people on the ground who, who organized it with us they were getting it because we put fake numbers on there like burner phones <laughs> we were going to get none of it but uh in the end plain clothes police came to the program sitting in the diwan and we could recognize the police and not stupid and like yeah apna banda ta lagda nahi you know what i mean mm. so he's like but even that like so that's 30 years after 78 so he's they made that the narangari is i don't know why yeah or this was the this what the police sort of let through afterwards and through the communications was basically we were told you lot going to do your program then do a walk protest to their asthan and smash it up <laughs> so like we're doing a repeat of 1978 in bedford you know what i mean on the 30 years anniversary So it was just, it was just crazy and I saw the, some of the things like we can talk about them now and because it's been so many years but like we see things from our in front of our eyes that we can't publicly talk about and so even this podcast you might have to edit some stuff when I start talking and you know what it's like in it because we can't make sense yeah, of yeah. public domain hana but yeah so we write the book and then after that uh, obviously general brad gets scratched on his throat in london and then i just uh, i just mentally lost it because he was on the tv saying the same narrative after yeah. he got stabbed we did try to get our uh, court injunctions on him to stop him leaving the uk but that didn't work out so sea council uk at the time had contacted me and they were trying to find like a, a victim from 84 was actually in the attack and there was one bb in smedic but i don't know if they ever t- tracked it down huh? but uh, so he really enraged me when he went back on the media and then there was a bbc nihal talk show which is on the basic sikhi channel yeah. and he was supposed to come on that then he pulled out when i got booked 
So it was all a bit strange what went on. He didn't go on it. And then Mark Tully came on. And Mark Tully sounded like the gov- Indian government uh, sort of mouthpiece. He, he's written a book as well, hasn't he? Mark yeah, Tully, yeah. yeah. But Mark Tully was very uh, pro-India on that okay. debate. But then they did me over because I was sitting in the studio in Birmingham and then they kicked me out of the room after one hour. And it carried on for another hour. Mm, without you. Yeah. Do you get it? So it's was, it was all a bit like... And uh, so we did, we then wrote, I then wrote uh, Reflections of 1984 in two months because I was enraged by Brad. So I just sat down and just wrote the book in two months, all academically sourced, yep. all the references and everything. And obviously like people like Dr. Gurdeep Singh, who's passed away another Sikh channel, ex-CEO, uh, I remember him saying to me, because I've been around, I was around uh, Gurdeep all his life, Anna, and I, I don't know if he was a doctor, I can't remember now, but Gurdeep said to me at the time, he said, there's nothing new in there, in the book. Yeah. But he's still good because obviously we're Pranay Sangarshi Bande who's seen this, but obviously we had to recreate it. So, I mean, Ganesha Kaur's probably done a better uh, book than me, Lost in History, 1984. Yeah. Hers is probably better than mine. But it was more about just putting our view out there and putting it there. So it's, it's mm-hmm. there for people to access. So when these days come around and then Asian Network does another show and whatever goes on, anyone can pick that book up now and have the answers. Yeah. So it infuriates me when people have talk shows or call-ins and our Sikhs can't give the narrative yeah. when it's in the book. And if you want to do it for free, yeah, anyone watching this, what you do is you go into Google, you put in your question, you put in my name and my book, yeah, and Google will give you the quotation from the book yeah. for free. I'll give you the access for the like two, three pages. So you can read it online, like under Google Books. Yeah. So you can just go to that section and find it there and then. I even cheat now. I Google my own book sometimes when I can't find my own stuff. I wish you told me yeah. this like three, four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really easy way to do it, but you only get limited access. Obviously, Google will only show you like five pages uh, at that yeah. point, and or it'll say these where the quotes are. So you can get around it that way. So mm. eighty-four is like it's it's in my blood, and I can't take it out. Mm. So it's it's just uh, it's embedded in our our sort of nature now to speak about it. And then obviously a few weeks ago, basics. Uh, and uh, us did a collaboration. We did that talk at Brunel University. Mm. And Brunel University, there was a threat made to the university to cancel the talk. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, and then we saw the people who were part of the threat before we left. <laughs> so when we left, me and Harai Seng, it was raining. We saw some guys, three of them, and they all looked down. And we saw them approaching. And I thought Harai was like deep in conversation. So I thought, because they were on the right of me. So this is literally when we walked out the building and they looked at us and they all looked down. So this is how like intelligence operatives were. Mm. So I thought you're looking down because you're scared or you know that we're the ones. Mm. So it's either you like literally, they're literally there where the, the light is. Anna. So it's, it's going to happen now. Isn't it? Like either they do something or we do something. Anna. Mm. And we walked past, they didn't do nothing. Like after two days and I asked her, right. And he said, yeah, I clocked him. He said, I seen him. Because I thought he's just like deep in conversation. So even those sort of things, and it's like, it's always on the, it's always there, Hannah. But now the, even in the UK now, it's changed because there's now right-wing Hindus who have come from India, who live in the UK, who were part of the Leicester riots and fights with the Muslims, whatever we're going to call it. And they because so people in Leicester, police officers and family members said to me, they were, all the people causing the problems weren't the Leicester natives let's say yeah it was the hindu students from india interesting who came here so it's like so these things are now becoming like where in the past when we went to universities you know what i mean but i was like let them come on that day we did have one person from their lot coming to the talk 
who the thought that we didn't know but the head of security was in there anyway throughout the talk so it's like the narrative over the 40 years has changed but in terms of the sangat the sangat's rose was through the roof in 84 10 years like my little example it worn off a bit just on that example you said um you were surprised what were you surprised at were you surprised at the fact that the police were pushing you back or that the the sangat had moved on no the sangat's moving on The police moving forward that's their job. Yeah yeah. Cuz they want us to move so it's like a little mini threat isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're going to keep moving the barriers until you move Anna. Yeah. And there's a lot of police it's like 40 Charlie Pajaj and this thing. But it was like for me it was more the sangat like where's your dad? It's a 10 year thing. Yeah. And you can't just stand there. You're do all scared you, of getting photoed or like do you do you find that we're still in the same situation where we want to talk about these things but in a very passive way and what what do you think the solution to that is? Is that enough? I think it's it's what you started with and that ignorance we're ignorant but also at the same time it's like we've all got singh behind our name yeah and I, and at the seek to inspire campaign gurkeet singh was talking about his one of his conversations with amrit pal singh and amrit pal singh said to gurkeet it's quite offensive to be fair but he said to him he said he said you're like a domesticated lion yeah 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 to see barle sekit you like domesticated lions yeah but we're sitting here as the lion in the jungle cuz yeah. we're getting attacked yeah, yeah and it's true in punjab that is true and a lot of people do say like this is khalistan de nare the law de dilli ja ke lawana je thade ko hagi hana but our sings do it there like yeah. i've taken drivers to programs in punjab where our sings organize the programs and you, you turn up and there are any khalistans in the bad t-shirts <laughs> and you're like ha huh? yeah <laughs> and then like the driver sat in the car from haryana listened to the smagam on going on in the godara and he said when i got back in the car we were going back to haryana i said because he he need to bagavat kar dene na sarkar ne chak lana and i said tenu nahi pata ye pindar wale de bande hai inna da koi fark nahi pyana inna da roz da kam hai so there's like a massive disparity yeah, of yeah. sorts yeah some of some people are like fully for it or some people are yeah. like, oh that's alien right yeah but it's also you know mandeep singh it's like you know like we think you can't talk about it yeah jinne galla karde ho te ajta karde ha wo to hate nahi ke in punjab as well yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so it's like you know that fear factor of us is like that domesticated lion in it. we only want to walk within the circles we don't want to go outside that line of our like you know the law or yeah, our family yeah. that there are yeah or whatever it may be and and that's me included and I write books yeah and I try to be pretty with words and but the thing is can I really do it in the in the punjab and so I've like a balance on a tight knot with the with the sarkar and you don't push it in their face too much because they won't let you go to india then mm-hmm. it's a fine balance and yeah. I find myself in that kind of same balance and i guess it comes a point where maybe kind of if you if you do fully commit then there will be certain limitations on you how do you how do you find that balance i think it see cuz like i'm old now and as you old and age you you like smart enough a bit and yeah first you just say stuff yeah. like i used to have a passport with the orange of the mala <laughs> that says a lot yeah that's what my passport photo used to be i remember one of my friends who was a monna he met me at the airport at heathrow airport he came up to me said for the And I didn't know this guy at the time, Anna. And he said to me, he goes, Singh, he goes, you're going to India? I said, yeah. He goes, you're in the orange, the mala? I said, and? I go, here's my passport. I go, photo here. I go, what am I going to do? I can't change the passport. And he's like, you're psycho. <laughs> and he told me that like a few years later when I became friends with him. He's like, but that was like, you know, the judge bar. Yeah. yeah. As a youth. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when you're young, you have that, Anna. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. The button has on the button. Because... For us it was more a pervarak thing as well because obviously family members people you're around and things as well not like blood related but just generally within the circles and yeah. and you like so because you've seen this and like sometimes you'll sort through the roof but in terms of the sangat in the UK so 84 happens 
all the coach, 10 years, it's a bit down. And then people just fall off. The movement sort of ends, uh, the arm struggle in terms of that. And then the Jathabandhya start losing people. Then the Jathabandhya start losing control of the Goddare. Yeah. And then becomes a phase of a lot of people are anti-Khalistan. But now it's been completely reversed. Mm. So it's gone full circle. Now all the students have come to the UK. They're all pro-Khalistan. Mm. My rest of the Ari Punjab now, they just play something last thing, tracks juggle, tracks Yeah, you see, I remember. It's so just non-stop now. Yeah. So it's all, it's reversed. So because what it is, even KPS Gill admits in his book, and one of his quotes is that he says, like, he finished the militancy, but he said all the reasons why the militancy started are still present in Punjab. Mm. So they haven't addressed the core issues, which is true. So the militancy can restart. So the, all the antecedents to the militancy were about economic issues, disparity with Punjab, river waters. It was mostly economic. It wasn't really religious. It was socio-economic issues, and, and they still exist. And even, the like... People try and make a rift between Hindus and Sikhs. Hindus and Sikhs are one in Punjab. Yeah. Did you get one mad person from the Shiv Sena making a bian and then doing a mafi nama the next day? But generally, like only like 80% of my friends when I go to India are Hindus. Mm. It's like that's our circle. And not because we went out, but that's just who we associate with sometimes. Mm. And earlier when we asked the question about um over the 40 years. Um, you got quite emotional at one point talking about, I guess you can say your close relationship with a lot of those people, mm-hmm. uh, those Guru Sikhs. Um, so could you just share an example of just, you know, something inspirational for the Sangat um, of some Guru Sikhs during that time, during that movement um, and what they were doing? What was it like at that time in 1984 and the months afterwards? So prior to 1984, obviously, I know there's, there's different groupings you know, of sangs who are active. So the All India Sikh Students Federation is basically the youth. Mm. And that's mass participation. So the All India Sikh Students Federation, I think it's banned in 83 possibly. Or April 84, I can't remember the dates now. You know. It's from Google that you can check it. You know. But So the, that organization was actually banned. It's like boss getting banned in the like UK. Sikh society is getting banned. Yeah. 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 So the, the Sikh Students Federation was basically banned. So that's that. So that's like the mass movement. Of doing camps on Prajara and Amrit Shakona, whatever, and even membership became a requirement for you to be Amrit Tariana. So you got Payam Leek Singh leading that. You got Santana Singh uh, sort of banned from speaking at the time from by the Akali. So all Santana Singh speeches are only up to 83 at the end, Hannah. 84 Sant doesn't speak Manji Sahib again. So there's tension between the Akalis. But then you got Babur Khalsa Sangs who uh, Gopta was doing like missions, Hannah. And then you got Harminder Singh Sandhu. So what people say is Bayam Reek Singh wasn't actually violent. He was not vi- in, involved in any violent acts. But it was Harminder Singh Sandhu who was running the dismissed regiment. So for years I've known it was him. But I could never come out on camera and say it. But in the last year or two, people have made interviews and proved it was him. And come out and said it was him. So I've even people I've interviewed, I've asked them on purpose. I've just slid it in there. <laughs> the question. So that's got legitimated now. So the dismissed regiment and... The Babur Khalsa were actually assassinating people prior to 84. And they were going around killing people who were uh, murdering Sikhs or torturing Sikhs or making a lot of uh, inflammable speeches against Sikhs. Anna. Just on that, sir, I think most people would have heard of the Babur Khalsa. Who's the Dismesh Regiment? Could you see, just. See, that's what it is. The Dismesh Regiment was such a gopped organization. Basically, they worked on the premise of something else, Singh. And they were, they were given certain hits to do, Hannah. Okay. But the Dismesh Regiment, it's, it's always been clouded in mystery. 
Mm. But that's how good they were. Yeah. So Sundu was the leader, but they did hits, but no one ever knew who it was. Okay. So it was always clouded in history, in in mystery, Hannah. So that was the greatness of the Smith Regiment as an organization, Hannah, in terms of how they function. But in Mark Tully's book as well, like we talk about fake encounters, Hannah. Uh, the Punjab police were already doing fake encounters prior to '84. Mm. So that's already a given that they were already started doing that, Hannah. So in terms of the question, like different people or different stories. And there's different stories from each of these organizations. Dal Khalsa existed as a political body and was talking about Khalistan prior, Hannah. But there's always questions about Dal Khalsa prior to 84, like were they put up by people and things like that. I'm not saying they were or not, but they were just a political body, really. A lot of the things were good, like Ajinder Singh hijacked planes and things like that to get something nice and free from jail. But in terms of, I'll just mention one uh, story, Hannah, which is, so Bibi Abkarkor was the leader of the Women's Sikh Students Federation. Yeah. So if you think of it like the Sikh Students Federation's banned, then you got a female. So if you think on a human level, if you're if that's your sister, would you want her to go out? It's a banned organization in, in India. In India. <laughs> in India. Mm-hmm. And then you're Sikhs, you're a minority. You know the Punjab police is already killing your people. And she's your sister and she's the leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Harmandar Singh Sandhu gets married, I think in April, 84, or May, I think it was actually May, I'm probably getting the dates mixed up on her. But uh, he gets married a few weeks before the attack. And the person he gets married to is Bibi Paramjit Kaur. So he gets married to her and it's literally the attack happens four weeks later. And a lot of people, especially young people who like think, oh, I'm going to be a karku, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get involved in Sangash, I won't get married. All these things got married. And they all had kids. And most of them knew they were going to die. Mm. It went that they didn't know because they had the Kamai that they knew they were going to die as well. Hana. So it went that. So these Bibiya, Bibi Paramjit Kaur, Bibi Upkar Kaur, we all say they got Shaheed in the attack. So from what my research tells me now, which I, I, we don't, no one really knows the true story. But there's a there's a interview that I've done last year when we interviewed by Jagir Singh Mahantana. And in that, he said he meets them after 6th of June. The Bibiya. So he escapes from the complex. Yeah. But he meets the Bibiya and they're still alive. And they're like, What are you doing? What are you doing here? And he's like, What are you lot doing? Get out of here. Anna? And so they have this like sort of conversation. And he said to them, like, you learn to get out of here. Because they're gonna get identified. They were shocked that he's still alive. And they they were asking him what happened to the Kaltak side. But he was at Babadeep Singh Sheed Ganj. So he didn't move from there. That's where he was in the complex. So he got out on on the sixth after. And uh, I said to him when I interviewed him, I said, so I said, I've heard that they got Shaheed. So what happened to them? And he said, from what he knows is that after the attack, so obviously the army and the security personnel start combing other areas of the complex or just outside where they hadn't been. Because there's a lot of adjoining buildings that people don't realize. And, and there were exit routes, which were completely open behind the Akaltak Saib on the sides as well, on certain sides, the Galliano and stuff. And that. So the Bibi had got out to another house and then uh, the story goes that what they did is the army or whoever it was doing the combing operation at the time, would have been the army, they came to that room and one of the Bibi had just opened fire. So it's that thing, Hannah, like we talk about Mir Manu's jail and like Bibi had jumped into the coup at Lahore, Hannah, did the mm. sing sing near the Godraya to save the Ijjat, Yeah. So these Bibi are new that I'm Sandhu's wife, I'm a Pakarkor, it's going to happen. There's no way of getting out of that. So they tro- chose the gun. Mm-hmm. 
So they just opened fire. Then the the army just killed everyone in the room. So the army just, just killed. But it's that thing, Anna. You get married four weeks before the attack. You're a female. All the oppression in Punjab. You get out the attack. You could have escaped. Mm. You could have left. Yeah. Because these where these saying escapes, they could have escaped from Anna. So even the Babur Khalsa sayings, they all escaped from this side of the complex as well. Yeah. And they all went into like different houses and things like that. And everyone was incognito for a year. So people were declared Shahidana. Even people live one, two roads away from here. We declared Shahidana. And their families did their sedge parts and found out a year later. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, it's so these people, we can't comprehend. Anna. We think of like, oh, may I want to check it? It's like an easy thing, isn't it? Put a little card up. Yeah, I'll get my head in it. But when it comes to it, like, would you choose death or would you choose to escape? Anna? And would you choose to gamble to allow yourself to get arrested mm. and live? Yeah. Even if you might get raped, but it's like choosing death over all of that is like the extreme, isn't it? Because your Jajabai is that and we're not leaving and then we're doing that as well. And then the other one, the other Bibi, is Pai uh, Fajr Singh's uh, sister-in-law, Hana, who didn't leave a camera in Darbar Sahib in the Prakarma because Maharaj was there. Right. Yeah. And her name was Shedonada Vinaparanjit Koreana. But her photo only came out like in the last 10 years. So that didn't exist. And the photo we've got of her now, it's, it's on the internet, Hana. But okay, so she didn't leave because Maharaj Shrup was there. So she didn't but it's like that Jajabana, we can't comprehend. Anna. Like we talk about Sikhs in the 18th century. But they it was it wasn't that these people didn't know. They knew everything and they're more saying Pandatana. He he swims to the Akaltak Saib in the attack. He's he swim, Gyani Moor Singh. Yeah, yeah, Gyani Moor Singh swims Sir. to the Akaltak. Oh wow. Ja mm-hmm. So then he, he swam through this Prakarma because the gunfire. And then he had to go back. That's mad. Yeah, so it's like you can't you can't comprehend Anna, what these people did. We can't even like fathom. Like when I spoke to Mahantana, the interview will come out hopefully in the next few days, like in the Punjabi version at least. He just like he said, look, I, said, I saw it in front of my eyes. He goes, I see two galna kardeya, sikhada jajba. He goes, she diyami panya singane mere samne, and he goes, koi banda sini on ditta prakarmach. Is anyone who entered the prakarma we kill them all? It's only when they bring the tanks that they actually can enter. Yeah. Before that, we kill everyone. Because that, no one came out alive Anna, for the attack until they bring the tanks in. Anna. But he also said, he said, look, he goes, what the Biavang Singh guy said, like, he goes, like, people are getting sheathed and the Sengs is like laughing and joking, like they're at a wedding. <laughs> like nothing's. He goes, we read about this Ithyas. He goes, but I saw it with my eyes in front of me. Anna. He escaped to tell the story, Anna, but he's like, he's very influenced by. What he saw in those things as well. So it's it's a we can't comprehend, you know, mentally or human wise. It's superhuman. I know you, you look at cartoons, don't you? And uh, superhero stories, I know, but it's, you can't comprehend. It's like, think of it like now we're sitting in Handsworth. Please come and surround the house. Yeah. And we've got the worst armory that we can have, the worst guns. Yeah. And we're like, we'll take them, boys. We're laughing. Yeah. We'll take them, boys. Come on. There's only 500 of them. There's five of us. We can take them. Mm. Yeah, and it's that thing, and it's like we can't comprehend. Like this is like the whole might of the Indian Army, because even an army official who is in the UK who's a Sikh, and he started uh, criticizing me. He said, "How can you say they use shells? Because shells explode everything." And then we found like uh, actual shells and mortars that were dropped. Yeah, 
and because he couldn't comprehend mm. that it was true, he thought it was a lie. Yeah. Because you wouldn't use that in a civilian attack. Usually. But, yeah. <laughs> but they had to use it because they couldn't penetrate, because everything failed. So they had to use extreme measures, even the Indian army, they couldn't penetrate. Zero commando city, oh, sare marte. Yeah. So it's like they couldn't comprehend that we can't penetrate these guys at all. Two questions. First of all, um, that spirit you're talking about, we hear right in history, and it's, it's, it's really amazing, quite refreshing to hear that spirit being brought back and these stories of these cardinals and the, the armed Sangat and the things from that point um, reinvigorating that spirit. With regards to the Sings and Singh that got married very shortly before the attack, why why do you think they got married knowing very well what was going to happen? And secondly, what do you think evoked that spirit that they were laughing literally, they were swimming across bullets and they were laughing amongst bullets. Yeah, yeah. The kind of spirit we hear from the times of the missiles and the times of Guru Sahib's time. And also how do we reinvigorate that within the Western world? Two questions. Yeah, this, two questions, Ella. So the, the answer is karm and spirit. You can't stop the wheel of karm. People say, why did Santan Singh sit at the Kaltak Sahib? Why didn't you do the attack somewhere else? Karm ni metta da. Anna, here's a key yadi pangatiana. Baba lastuga hanu. Lake namiti. Lake namiti here's a key anna. So you can't, you can't change that. What the lake likia sigana? Likia siga kirundi augi. So sakich likiana kirundi augi for jaugi. So it's all in the in the Pavik Bachan anyway. So it's all there, it's all written. You can't change the lake. So the Sang's getting married. Lake Lichyasiga. They've got to play it out. That's their karm. Even the children that they're gonna have who live after the attack, that's their karm. They can't live there out. So mm. it's that it's that Durin Dajihana. There was a Sang who came and did Granthi Yutihana in Smedic. Yeah. Veer Sang Sigodana. And you all know Bible Deep Singh, Ustad, Santi Ustad. Bhai Veer Singh, when he got married, he told his wife, he said, uh, he said, he goes, Minu bala tangana kari, me shoti amani sri shadadana. Yeah, so he said to his wife, for the English speakers, he said, don't like, uh, irritate me too much, or uh, mess me about too much, I'm going to die young. And she was uh, like a very irritable woman. She, she was, <laughs> you know, the character, it's not like against women, she's just one of those, and uh, highly strong, let's say. And, uh, he died. So he came to Smedic, he did a duty. Puar was the Pradhan at the time. Puar knew the menta kitiya ki tu rehur sar. Ana tera visa bada dunge. He was quite close to me, and I even though we only met a few times, Anna. And he was like, he was one of those things you'd see, was always in Chardikla, always smiling, always laughing, never any sort of. And when he dies, he, he dies in a car accident, and Bible Deep Singh's Madana Matha was in the car with him. Yeah. And she said, she said, I remember, she said, he's sitting in the front of the car, and it was a school bus, but you see, Anna, it's the old Sri Shadiana. And he sees the bus and he says, bus aage, bus aage. Mm -hmm. He knew he was going to die. He knew the bus was going to take his death. But the thing is, he was like, yeah, boys, let bus is here. I'm going to die. So it's like, that's the difference. Those sayings and these sayings, they knew their destiny. Yeah. And for them, it's just a game. They're just playing it out. And in terms of like even laughing and joking, for them, this is what they came to do. Mm. They've got to have some poor way of karma. 
or they couldn't have been in that sangat to be around Purun Brahmgyan, who's also Surma. Yeah. Anna. So they they had to have some Purun Brahmgyan anyway. But in terms of us developing that spirit, we have to look at their Nama Bias, their Jeevan, and what they lived. Anna. These things. Had the Bias, had the Jeevan. So you look at Pai Dilbir Singh Bias used to stand in the Srovar. Machiyanu Khan lag bandiya singiya. Unu sudh bodhe nii hundi singi. He never knew what was going on. Anna. So these guys lived that jeevan and are like we go on three pairs of the seva and then we sleep the rest of the day and three pairs of the seva is when you do the bar seva ishnan about twelve half twelve depending on the rutana. So these things used to do that in the morning, then do the nitnam all day and then carry on. Or so even santanal singh, yeah, uh, santanal singh will be asking nasigahana. It's like you can say eighty japasavs, hundred japasavs, whatever it was. But that was prior to him becoming the jathadar. Mm. So all the kamai that they did, even Indra Gandhi getting killed. ਸੰਤਨਾਲ ਸਿੰਘ ਨੇ ਸਵਾ ਸਵਾ ਲੱਖ ਜਪਜੀ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦੇ ਪਾਠ ਲਾਇਓ ਸੀਗੇ ਦੋ ਤਿੰਨ ਸਿੰਘਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਇੰਦਰਾ ਗਾਂਧੀ ਨੂੰ ਮਾਰਨ ਦੇ ਉਹਦੇ ਵੀ ਕਮਾਈ ਨਹੀਂ ਸੀਗੀ ਸੋ ਇਹ ਐਂਜਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਸਤਵੰਤ ਸਿੰਘ ਬਿਆਨ ਸਿੰਘ ਗਿਵ ਦ ਗੋਲੀ ਥੇਰ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਆਫ ਅਦਰ ਸਟਫ ਗੋਸ ਔਨ ਬਿਹਾਈਂਡ ਥੀਸ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਐਂਡ ਈਵਨ ਰੀਸੈਂਟਲੀ ਐਂਡ ਪੀਪਲ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਡਾਈਡ ਥੇਰ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਆਫ ਅਬਿਆਸ ਹੈਸ ਬੀਨ ਡਨ ਟੂ ਕਿਲ ਸਮ ਪੀਪਲ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਕਾਂਟ ਟਾਕ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦਾ ਓਪਨਲੀ ਇਨ ਟਰਮਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਓਪਨ ਫੋਰਮ ਬਟ ਥ ਥਿੰਗ ਇਜ਼ ਥੈਟ ਹੈਪਨਸ ਐਂਡ ਬਟ ਥ ਥਿੰਗ ਇਜ਼ ਥੀਸ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਥੇਰ ਸਪਿਰਿਟ ਇਜ਼ ਨੇਵਰ ਇਟਸ ਸਮ ਐਂਡ ਥੇ ਹੈਵ ਅ ਸਟਿਲ ਸਟਿਲਨੈਸ ਇਨ ਥੈਮ so they never get emotional yeah so for them because they've done the abhyas they've stole their mind so they for them the indian army's come so what for them the devta can could come down they beat the devta moronokiyana <laughs> angels can come they beat them mm-hmm. to them it's nothing but the thing is the other side of it is if you think of darbar sahib i mean here in sakya in spiritual talk hana darbar sahib is more blessed than sachkhand mm. in a physical space upstairs because darbar sahib is gets you to beyond such kind it gets you brahmgyan doesn't it on earth yeah. the one upstairs you either got access code or you ain't in it you either kicked out the door mm-hmm. this one you can go to and you can make yourself enter that one mm-hmm. so this one's more blessed mm-hmm. so then who can be the gods of this one utte vi ohi laduge jinna ne kamai kiti ya udde rab ne to ohna nu bithalna nahi ka jinna ne udde bhaj jana madan dekhya na so it's like they to be the gods in that situation they all have to have mahakamai and they, they can't have just been there it's not like or you just went to the bar seven and ended up there and some of the things obviously did and under the karma that the singer but generally the ones who all knew they all knew six months behind that this is going to happen now this is going to evolve this is situation is going to happen so even sandu's wedding i think there's four weddings on that day wow yeah so this four jodinga who got anandakara on the same day so when you look at the photos i think they got to sit down in a row <laughs> and then they followed each other around the the lavana so there's actually four just kind of going off topic but it links though you talked about this idea of being I'm um, doing a bias and kamai um why is that so important because i remember a few years ago you did a talk at park avenue um and you was talking about how those guru sikhs there on that day you know they weren't enwrapped in like the banjivikar you know they weren't like they weren't you know like grow the these kind of things right it was something at a much higher level but just for the listeners because a lot of times when people hear about this stuff they come into really hot headed which is completely understandable but a lot of times that side is missing and that's not spoke about much yeah. but can you just elaborate on that for the listeners as well what is abhyas what is kamai these guru sikhs had that why is it so important and they allowed to do the things they're able to do so uh the national sikh youth federation and nswf when they founded as an organization the first program they did was a a little program at, uh Park Avenue, and I was called to do a talk. I can't remember if Shamshir spoke before me or I can't remember who it was. Someone spoke before me for twenty minutes, and then I was like the, like the main talk. I don't know, twenty minutes or demon. I can't remember what it was. And the talk they gave me was nineteen eighty four. 
And the analogy I used is said, look, what we've got to realize on a spiritual level, it's one and nine and 84 as numbers that makes up 1984. Ek parmeshar. Jera sada So we've got to get back to the one parmeshar. How do we do that? Oda no japke. The number nine, no japke. Jasi ek parmeshar da no japunge, sada ki hoga, sada chirasi kati jaogi. Yeah, so the 84 will go. So, that's our whole mission. For the Sengs who fought, they didn't have to cut the first one. They didn't have to cut the first one. They didn't have to cut the first one. So they didn't need to do that. A lot of these guys, basically what happens is, when world history is going to be made, certain peoples and certain souls are sent back to the earth mm. to recreate history. Around Guru Sahibs and other times of period as well. They, these Sikhs are sent, Anna, or even great souls to make Indian history, you could say, like the Mahabharata and people like the Pandavas. Anna. And so these people come again and again, Anna, and they create world history, but they've already done that. That Naam Japana, they've done that. They wanted the Jirasi Kattiyagya. As you see, they're going to eat every day, they're going to eat phone, you know what I mean? We do, you know, we do our job to say, right, did we do it wrong? But if you do that, if you sort out your spirituality first, everything else is like, uh, you, it's like you're going surfing. <laughs> and surfing the waves of the world, nothing affects you ever again. Doesn't matter if you get married, doesn't matter if you have 15 kids, doesn't matter if you get in complete poverty, doesn't matter if the whole of the government gets against you and your friends have been lauded and you've been chased around the world. Doesn't matter what happens to you because your Namakumai makes you perfected inside. And once you're perfected inside, it's just like the Maya can't touch you then because you've got your face towards the Guru at all times. Your face is not going anywhere. It doesn't make a difference. So that's the difference of the Abhyas. The Abhyas is to get us there. So those sayings, they'd already done that. But that 1984, even as a as a, a lettering, gives us a spiritual meaning as well to like, and we miss that. Mm. So our whole Sikhi starts from that. It doesn't start from the warrior. It starts from the Harmandar Sahib. So, and that's where we, a lot of people went wrong in the movement and stuff as well because they didn't keep the oneness of the Rabar Sahib at the forefront. Anna. And one thing you just mentioned, I remember I came into Sikhi because of 1984 and again, um, very amazed at that, that section of our history and seeing the same episodes from three, four hundred years ago being documented and it proved as evidence in a way. But I think again, as most youngsters do come in hothead, want to take over Punjab and all the rest of it. And just like you mentioned, I think one thing that really helped to settle me uh, and also gave me a lot of haunts, a lot of inspiration was the idea that Guru Sahib sends the souls that are required when they're required. And um, I know, I think it's Gani Balbi singing the Qatar. I know it's mentioned quite a lot. Even the Panjipiari were buggets in their previous yeah. lives. And, and you hear of Vardai Mahapur, Kisandu Gurbachan Singh Ji, Shihidi Sarovar. And I think sometimes that's quite uh, reassuring to know that when these big situations come, we think we can do all we can and we should. But the truth of the matter is Guru Sahib will send their generals where they need it. Mm. I remember that being very, a re very reassuring thing for me. Um, just thought I'd mention it because you touched upon it as well. And just by some you're speaking about uh, Harmandir Sahib and uh, all that, the house. So what's it like for you going to Sri Harmandir Sahib? Because I'm sure you've been many times in the past, um, close to 984, I'm just guessing. And now maybe you gone, you've been in India recently. What does it feel like going there and seeing the change of what the Rabaz have used to be like, all the buildings, all the Galia, now it's like just, it's so different now. So what is that for you? And all the Tahas that has been there from Jarasi and so on. 
So the first time I went there after the attack was in 88. Mm. And when we went in 88, there was three clear uh, bullet marks on the gold of the front panels of the Rabat Sahib. I mean, one big one and then two others, Anna. So prior to that, obviously, there were bullet holes throughout the whole of the Parkarma. And everywhere, so Akal Taksai would be entire and then get rebuilt and whatever. And then it was re- getting rebuilt again in 88 when I went. So they destroyed a lot of it. But obviously in 88, as a child, it was like really scary because I was 10 years old and literally it was like a fight to go. Mm. I remember I went the one fighting to go because we was like, you know, Punjab, we were like on a holiday for two months to Punjab because that's the sort of things we used to do back in those days. Because you'd go for five years and you wouldn't go again. And I remember hating it in the bend. So going to the Dwarf Sahib, my mama was really scared for us to go to the Dwarf Sahib because the Sangharish was still on. Mm. Even though obviously everyone's families know some Kharku somewhere locally. Yeah. So Deepa here was local to us and stuff. And but uh, we went, it was like, you, are you going to get stopped at a checkpoint? And I remember the army being, or the police or the CRPF on the entrances. So you just have to, ha- where the Langar side is, you just have to go through a checkpoint mm. to get in and out. So that existed in 88. And then after that, I think I go, I can't remember the, after ATF when I go, then I, I start going after I take on in 94. And I remember I used to go with my nanny on mission. So it used to be just me and her in it, <laughs> like on buses and whatever. And we used to go around Punjab and she used to be scared like if I disappeared for five minutes, what, where's he gone? <laughs> or I might be gone for an hour and she'd, she'd be threatening the room. Anna. So we started doing that, just me and her, because she used to live in Punjab at the time. She lives in New York now. And, uh, but then you see the like, uh, the change in the people. The fear factor left a bit in the Punjabis. And then you saw what the state was doing in terms of the Badal Sarkars that came in and stuff. And changing the suppression of the Sikhs to control the Sikh psyche. So the promotion of alcohol. Yeah. The Punjab is now saturated with off licenses. Now they've passed a law recently in the last few days to say you can sell alcohol in any shop in Punjab. Don't it doesn't have license. to be a ticker. It yeah. doesn't have to be an off license now. So they, that's going to increase it more. So it's like, why is Punjab flooded with alcohol? And uh, obviously, Darbar Sahib is like the sanctity around it. But then what we saw was, we saw the demolition of the boundary. Because in the past, if you look at the old photos, behind the Kaltak Sahib, there's buildings. Around the other sides as well, there's to be secret passages or other passages or other walkways. And what they did is they whitewashed the whole of the complex to make a perimeter, bought all the buildings around like CPO them like compulsory purchase orders as a sarkar and then they now organized and designed the gardens around the bar side in a way that if they ever have to attack again they can bring tanks in and other things as an army to attack without getting taking too many losses wow. so it's like strategically now planned and then the front part where they've now uh, made it all a promenade yeah that's actually owned by the government some of that is Mm. That's what people don't realize. So there's underneath there, they've got basements and they've got a car park. But it's like they could have a control room in there. And it's all very open, as you mentioned, right? Yeah. Like but that's actually can... Sarkari Jagat at the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually owned by the government as well. So when you see these things and you're like, whoa, and then everything's been destroyed, someone goes there today, the Shahidi Yadagar is there in a corner. Only if you know about it. Only if you know about it. Yeah. But then there's not a single photo. Yeah. On, in the museum, you've got a list of about 73 or 74 sayings who actually fought and got shaheed. Mm. But you only get to that list if you walk through the whole of the museum and get to the last part and then see a list of names. Even the videos, we watched the videos recently, you talked about like Masarangar's 
the, I mean, the museum is quite cool. The cine, cinema, cinematographics, everything yeah. are really good. But then the only thing missing is that, and for obvious reasons, I guess. Yeah, because they did. Baba Tuma did get this Gilda Naya. Something I can't what the guy's name was. Is he press secretary? What a certain time. But that guy published a list of the names of everyone who died in '84 in the attack. So we've now got a list which we've done with tribute '84. I don't have tribute, I've put it up, but we've done a list which is about, I think we're up to about 600 names with the band and everything else. So we've done that, but then again, it's like, really, there needs to be like a, some sort of like open call yeah. to say everyone who died or didn't return home, if your names are not here and you've got family members, tell us who they are. So there needs to be some sort of website with this on. And that includes the Indian Army, because otherwise we're never going to know the truth, are we? There's an, it's like, it's like, a, mm. like a truth consensus, isn't it? And the BJP can do it because they can say Congress <laughs> But the thing is, that needs to happen because really, like 40 years nearly on now, we still don't know basic data of the real numbers. They can say like they had the Indian government white paper post the attack, but that isn't factual. We all know that the numbers are not real because also in there, when they put the casualties in there, they put it as civilians stroke terrorists. So they're openly admitting we just killed everyone. Sangat killed, yeah. yeah, we don't know who they were. Do you get it? And then even in the bar side, in the Guruam Dasara, they kill about 80 to 200 people in one shooting towards the end of the attack. So it's like there was mass killing that went on, but we don't really know. And obviously, our families die and members pass away 40 years on. We're never going to know if unless someone does it now. So that's our struggle, right? And I remember going to Japan in 2019 and looking at how they've symboled their history. And it's really inspiring, but also it got me quite ducky to think that we haven't been able to do this. And I think for obvious reasons, because there's a big agenda for us not to do it. And I was talking to my wife actually about even Auschwitz, um, where obviously the Nazis persecuted the Germans. And even today, they've got a lot of memorabilia that really helps to provide the story. I think there's a glass, a glass cabinet where all the shoes of the children that were massacred have been placed underneath. So it really brings it home. And as you've mentioned, we're kind of like an uphill struggle now where we're trying to um, maintain as much of that story as we can But obviously the state and the agencies are against us yeah. um, Another question I had taking it a slightly different way Is the battle that we face now You mentioned you wrote these books In order to be able for people to be able to source these things And also have some prominence when discussing 1984 Recently we've had quite a few interesting characters We've had people that are sitting on chairs in universities We've got journalists like Sunny Hundel. Um, we've got people like Dr. Rami Ranger who are holding very prominent positions within the within the English establishment that are talking about these issues. And recently we had the Bloom Report as well, in which from my reading, the two main people quoted was Sunny Hundel and Dr. Jagbir Jyoti Johar from the University yeah. of Birmingham, who are controversial in themselves. Yeah. How do we now fight back against... Um, I guess the political battle that's taking place and also the the academic battle because it seems that the power is coming from one side and at the moment we don't have a lot or we're not getting the limelight that we need in that sense. Yeah, see, because I'm old now and I've got white hairs. You're not that old. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying I never get shocked now. You yeah, know, when that, yeah, you know yeah. when the Bloom mm -hmm. report came out? Right? So for me, like even on Twitter and things like that, people are waiting for me to like do a statement and I, was, I can't be bothered sometimes because we're so used to it. It's become stale and old for people yeah, like me. Yeah. So it's quite hard for us, like people who've been activists for so many years to keep coming out and say the same thing because we're like, this is nothing new. But yeah, it's the same people still doing it. Mm. 
So that's the problem. There's no youth coming through who are actually doing this activism like Seek PA. Jas is always crying out for help, Anna. And there's not. So we need those. We need, look, at the end of the day, I went to university as a student, Anna, and Margaret Thatcher had been in the government. And as a student, I was a bit radical. And I used to say to the students at Warwick University, I said, you're all Thatcher's children. Because yeah? she went against the miners and whatever she did, Anna. And we became like a controlled society. And uh, that's what I used to say. But then at the same time, we were still doing things as Sikhs, ourselves as students, and going up and down the country and doing our programs, whatever it was. Anna. But now I don't see that activism. Mm. So even at Brunel University, here are Brunel's in West London, but West London's got the biggest Sikh population possibly in the UK. If you put it, the whole conurbation in, Anna. Yeah, but Brunel University, we had 40 people in the talk. It might look good on social media. <laughs> of the Bibi who did the talk. Mm. But the thing is, really, at the 40 people in the room, I knew 25. <laughs> and 15 were my friends and family who came. And there was one guy who traveled from Manchester to hear me speak. So it's like, what is going on here? Do you get what I mean? And I can understand like me not being an attraction for a talk. I don't mind that. But there's like... This, that talk that we did at Brunel University after that woman like said something last thing's a terrorist and whatever and compared Magnum Karen Parallel to the Japanese uh, leader, whoever it was, Anna, the religious doomsday guy, Anna. Yeah. The thing was, for me, the Amritbal stuff was going on. So there's all this furor on social media. So we've got a talk which is relevant, topical, timely, yet people still can't come out. So people like Jogi uh, Jotol, whoever, Sonny Hundo, Rami Ranger, they're always going to exist. They've always existed. But if we don't have the Sikhs countering that, then that's where we, we all fail. And, what, and that's, that's the scary thing. But even with the Bloom report, to be fair, the sources that he quoted got rubbished because they'd actually, the sources that he quoted had already been pulled. Hmm. Yeah. So the sources were actually wrong as well. Then he also quoted Wikipedia. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, and what you mentioned is quite interesting. You have Bayamri Singh DBB of Gargor who were huge forces in their own right because they they managed to organize the students. And I've been through university societies, you've been involved with them for yeah. many, many years. And it's sad to say, but it seems like Sikh societies in the UK have been reduced to Langaran campuses and a monthly Kitan which is great. I'm not knocking yeah, that. Yeah. But it seems as if like, if you go in and you're doing those things, like that's what we've lowered our standards to. Has that always been the case? And how do we get back to a position where if the next 1984 or the next big thing happens within the UK, students, Sikh societies and Nojuan generally are in a situation where they can mobilize what's missing yeah. and how do we get back to uh, a polit politically savvy level. Yeah. You have to, with the Sikh students, is one or two things. You either have the Kamaya by Amrik Singh, hmm. which 99.9% .9 are never going to have. Yeah. So they can't make a declaration to all students be Amritari yeah. or Sikh student bodies. Anna. So that's going to happen. So you do the opposite, which is the opposite extreme, which is what we did. We got Mone Monia to be the presidents of the Sikh societies. And we hid behind them and ran the society. Because what you want a PR plan, you want to get through the people who cut their hair into the Sikh side to get them into the room and then shake them and inspire them and make them the new Amritaris. And the new Amritaris are the ones who usually have the most judged about to do <laughs> stuff and be active. Mm. And the Amritaris are usually the worst people to run Sikh societies across, across the Western world. 
ਕਮਰਤਾਰੀ ਜ਼ੋਰਨ ਸੋਸਾਇਟੀ ਐਂਡ ਸਟਾਰਟ ਆਰਗਿੰਗ ਵਿਦ ਈਚ ਅਦਰ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਪ੍ਰਧਾਨ ਮੈਂ ਜਿਆਦਾ ਗਿਆਨ ਹਨ ਸੋ ਦਿਸ ਥਿੰਗ ਇਜ਼ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਡੂ ਥੈਟ ਐਂਡ ਗੈਟ ਥੋਸ ਪੀਪਲ ਟੂ ਰਨ ਦ ਸੋਸਾਇਟੀਜ਼ ਦੈਟਸ ਵਾਟ ਵੀ ਡਿਡ ਬੈਕ ਇਨ ਆਰ ਡੇ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਟੋਲਡ ਥੈਮ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਮੈਸ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਤੇਰੀ ਪ੍ਰਧਾਨ ਕੀ ਗਈ ਇਸ ਵਰਕ ਔਨ ਯਰ ਸੀਵੀ ਮਾਈ ਯਾ ਬਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਮੈਸ ਅਰਾਉਂਡ ਵੀ ਪੁਲਿੰਗ ਯੂ ਯੂ ਐਂਟ ਗੋਟ ਅ ਚਾਂਸ ਯਾ ਸੋ ਵੀ ਕੰਟਰੋਲ ਦ ਏਜੰਡਾ ਥੈਟ ਵੇ ਬਟ ਦੈਟਸ ਹਾਊ ਵੀ ਡਿਡ ਐਂਡ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੂ ਟੋਕਿੰਗ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਐਕਟਿਵਿਜ਼ਮ ਆਈ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰ ਵਨ ਆਜ਼ ਡੀ ਮਾਈ ਲੈਵਲਸ ਆ ਵਾਸ ਦ ਵਾਸ ਆ ਦ ਜਨਰਲ ਸੈਕਟਰੀ ਆਫ ਦ ਸੀਕਿਊ ਗਰੁੱਪ ਆਲਸੋ ਟਵੀਨ ਦ ਏਜ ਆਫ 16 ਟੂ 18 ਐਂਡ ਦ ਵਾਸ ਅ ਅ ਗਰਲ ਹਾਊਸ ਸ਼ੀ ਡਸ ਲਿਸਟ ਟੂ ਥਿਸ ਯਾ ਸ਼ੀ ਸ਼ੀ ਸੈਡ ਟੂ ਮੀ ਸ਼ੀ ਇਜ਼ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਟੂ ਟੇਕ ਅਮਰਤ ਬਿਫੋਰ ਮੀ ਐਂਡ ਸ਼ੀ ਡਿਡਨਟ ਸੋ ਵੀ ਵਰ ਸਕੂਲ ਟੂਗੇਦਰ ਫਾਰ 5 ਇਅਰਸ ਸੀਨੀਅਰ ਸਕੂਲ ਯਾ and we we always felt like catamals and we didn't really get along and but when i got to 16 i matured a bit and like treated a bit like a sister rather than like throwing pens at her head and whatever and and but so she didn't she 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 challenged me ke mai te to pehla amr chakna te mai amr chak le pehla aaj tak kun kuri ne amr te nahi chakya oda pata nahi ki karm se kya na but then between the ages 16 to 18 i was a general secretary she was in the cq group and and she had a go at me she said look you're running around doing your six sites at wolverhampton whatever and you don't know the all this server you're going to fail your high levels mm. i'll get better, better high level results now and she was smarter than me yeah so she was smarter than me and then in my at university in my final year i looked at my options i looked at what work i needed to do and i didn't go to lectures for like 13 weeks and one of my lecturers thought i'd uh, left and he met me in a corridor and i said i've had eight deaths in the family and it was, i wasn't lying there had been eight deaths in the family we were like dur dur the rest of them didn't man more again hana and uh, i just came out said i've had six i've had all these deaths in the family that someone keeps dying and i can't go to the lecture and then farjo farji had to go to like one or two of the seminars mm. but in my final year i wasn't at uni i was never there and even throughout the three years like warwick university also crowd sings and all singer but he was in imamratari at the time hana and uh, we we didn't we weren't there we were never there at uni we were at other sikh sites up and down the country and the, what you're saying about the kirtan darbars where the sikh sites have fallen down kirtan darbar da prabhav pena maharaj nal mm. and you t- until you take the students to guru kar because we knew through our prachar ke sada prachar kas nahi kar sakda jab tak assi maharaj de darbar ch nahi le jande hana jiri gal maharaj de darbar ke utthe sitta bajna it's like you know if i get a gun and i put a bullet in it in the darbar oh goli chalni hai when i do it in the sikh site the same goalie but i'm throwing it with my hand mm. it wouldn't even scratch your nose like these things you know what i mean from here yeah mm. you'd catch it with your hand but that's the difference ana cuz maharaj is the mahashakti the mahakalyanana but then the langar on campus ana we've turned it into we just all our sikh prajaris make yourselves feel good pat yourselves on the back it doesn't matter jinna marzi beadbi hove langar di jinna marzi sitna pave baach that's what all the langar on the campus is telling me they throw so much langar away it's wasted yeah it's like what's the point to this like we just we just mahafeeders of the world and jad sanu pok lagdi odo sanu koi khlada nahi ga so it's not we we don't do our seva to get reciprocation and because that's not what our comes about but at the same time we're not helping the sikhs on the ground in punjab mm. who need the help and the students are coming to the uk we need to stop them coming so every time i go to india i try to stop people coming mm. yeah that's what i do every time why yeah because they're wasting money to come here for a future which doesn't exist yeah i don't millionaires in india as well and i'm saying but here they like so one of the people said to me he said paaji main india england jana and i said kidda he goes 16 lakh the meri gal hoye agent nal so 16000 pound for a 6 month visitor visa to the uk 
And I said to him, I said, I can give you a visitor visa free from home. The Radari. Why are you paying £16,000? He said, I'm going to go illegal and then just live there and work. I said, you know the £16,000 you're going to spend? You could eat the biyaj for three years in India off that. You could eat the interest. But then I went and spoke to like a money exchange guy who knows a friend of mine as well. And I said to him, I go, Paji, I said, I said, I said, 16 lakhs cheap. So people are paying 20, 25. I said, so how do they do it? He said, they pay someone like you from outside, 4,000 pound to make the sponsorship from the yeah. UK. Then the agent makes fake paperwork of the uh, bank statements yeah. and whatever, the employment, and then they get the visa and they're on their way. And it's our own people robbing our own people. So now currently in the UK, there's a lot of people getting work permits on care homes and stuff yeah, or yeah. care workers. And they're paying £21,000 to get a three-year visa on a work permit. And they're already here. And then they've paid money to get here. Then they're paying the care home or the care company twenty one grand, which they won't make back yeah. for another two years. So, But it's the desperation yeah, because they don't see no future mm-hmm. in Punjab or in India. So it's like, what can you do to these people? But we're not helping. We need to go back home and help those people. Mm. And we, if we don't do that, then there's no future unless we're going to actually mass migrate back to Punjab, which I don't see most people doing. Anna. And just the idea of help. Um, we spoke a lot about Sanjay Nair Singh Ji and these other topics. Um, but another topic that you speak a lot about is something about Hakur Singh Ji. Um, what was their role and the importance of them and what help did they provide during that period of time as well, Ji? And just before that, a lot of people might know who Sanjay Nair Singh Ji is. If you could just explain who Santh Baba Thakur Singh Ji was as well. So Baba Thakur Singh was part of the Tuxal from Santh Gurbacha Singh's days. And he became a personal assistant, which called called Anagarvei of Santh Gurbacha Singh. So he used to have to basically be up before them, go to sleep after them and like be uh, like serving them, what whatever needs they needed at uh, all times. So after Santh Gurbacha Singh passes away, Santh Gurdas Singh becomes the Mukhi of the Tuxal. Uh, Santh Gyani Singh becomes the Prabandaka Pindra. But... Uh, so uh, Baba Thaksin goes with Sant Kartar Singh to Metta when they make the Godra there and uh, in the Jatha it was known that Sant Kartar Singh respected Baba Thaksin a lot and Sant Kartar Singh said in speeches that if I anything happens to my body because obviously they went against Indra Gandhi in the emergency so they knew it was a bit risky mm-hmm. so if anything happens to my body then Baba Thaksin Singh's body is to appoint the next leader or they are the leader yeah. so it's it's their job so Baba Thaksin Singh is the one who appoints Sant Janal Singh after Sant Kartar Singh passes away. And then during Sant Janal Singh's days, obviously Sant Janal Singh used to stand up if Babaji walked into the room, say it the Rabbiya, so this is God walking and talking. So that was the level of respect for Baba Thakur Singh. And Babaji was like the mother of the Duxar. Mm-hmm. So people would go to Babaji for like clothes and things like that and they'd help them out. And uh, even when I used to go from, I went from the UK once on behalf of Babaji, I was going back to India, Babaji gave me things to take to Metta. And I remember Sathbir Singh at the Dehrana and... Uh, there was some bibia outside Sathveer Singh's room. So Sathveer Singh was the other day at the time. He lives in Tracy now in California. And uh, I said to Sathveer Singh, I said, uh, oh, bibia here. So they're just like hanging around outside the room. Like, bibia, like mother's age. And he said, until we give them money, they're not going to leave. So like you see that in front of your eyes. And then like after Babaji passed away, there was a lot of Nindya, a lot of people slandering Babaji, saying, what did you do for the Sangarsh? What did you do for Sheed Pravars? And then I remember Carl Said did like Seva for Sheed Pravars for like a year or two. And even Carl Said Sevadars were very critical of Babaji while they were alive. And then they realized, because mm. every Pravar they went to said, our money came from Baba Thakur Singh. Our support came from Babaji. So even like Satwan Singh's, uh, Beyond Singh's kids, they didn't get no support from their own families, Babaji. 
Yeah, by Amrik Singh's family. We can't talk openly on camera in terms of family issues, yeah. but their support was Babaji, and it wasn't no one else. So there's a lot of uh, one looking after the Sheikh Pravars, but then also advising the Karkus. So I remember Diljit Singh Bittu was obviously uh, openly talking and stuff. And uh, when Babaji passed away in Shikshar, that was the magazine that they used to do Bittu's lot. Bittu said that Babaji did then Karkuvaj kisnu pata nahi lagana because he was so gupt. So Babaji advised them, told them things to do, but sometimes they didn't listen. Babaji did send people on missions to kill people as well, and they've still give like future buttons to people as all things to do, and what was going to evolve in the future. Anna, so I myself and other things from the UK have got certain things and certain duties to do for the future. But it was like Babaji was like uh, you know like you have a godfather <laughs> who lives through generations. Mm. So they lived through Sant Gurbachan Singh's days, Sant Kartar Singh, Sant Chandal Singh, then their own period, post eighty four. Yeah. For twenty years, Anna. So it's like a very uh, hard period, Anna. And I remember the criticism used to be that Mukhi Taksal da prachar kona chaitna Baba ji bolde nahi. So Baba ji speak very fast, and on the mic they just say for that they wouldn't actually. They didn't like to speak. They'd get the kathavachik. And I remember those kathavachik. The katha that they did in those days in front of Baba ji used to be different. The katha would be banging then. Yeah. <laughs> But afterwards, like now, o katha ono ko hundi nahi. O rasni bajda. Mahapur ke jo hai na ase if we got a spiritual person around us that aura and whatever we do around that person hai na will be completely different jenne grani de thalyasi kos kare hai na it's completely different hai na so that's what the prabhav was of baba ji but then after baba ji passes away it was like a is like a avalanche of sikh issues which we couldn't believe because obviously baba ji was the head of the uh, sant samaj hai na Uh, and uh, we couldn't believe like dasam grantha virod and other things just overnight started mm. and then we realized like kinne cheezan thammiyan singe baba ji like stopped these things happening but then overnight all these sikh issues which had been held down by brute force of spirituality and then just became an issue like the nanak shai calendar hana and it's not a bad thing to have a calendar but it's like we just made a split over a new thing mm. yeah So it's like we've already got splits over meat, over ragmal, and other things, and we just added another one <laughs> over the calendar now. So we just made another split, which we didn't need. But the thing is, it's like that's what their their was. And but in terms of the karkuvad, they sent people on missions and stopped people as well whose karma it wasn't. So it was a bit of both, yeah. And then in terms of something lasting being alive or not, it doesn't make a difference to people like me because Sukhanjinda still did missions. They believe something lasting was alive. That doesn't make a difference, Anna, in terms of the sangarsh and people who say it does. ਜਿਨਨੇ ਕਰਨਾ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਕਰਕੇ ਚਲ ਗਏ ਜਿਨਨੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਨਾ ਉਹਨੇ ਅੱਜ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਨਾ ਇਟ ਡਸ ਮੇਕ ਅ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਸ ਹਨ ਦੋਸ ਬੱਚਨ ਡੋਨਟ ਸੋ ਇਟ ਡਸ ਮੈਟਰ ਇਫ ਸਮਥਿੰਗ ਆਸ ਕਮਸ ਬੈਕ ਫॉर ਮੀ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਸੇਮ ਬਾਡੀ ਔਰ ਅ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਬਾਡੀ ਆਈ ਬਲੀਵ ਦੇ ਵਿਲ ਕਮ ਬੈਕ ਹਨ ਦਾਟਸ ਮਾਈ ਰਿਲੇਸ਼ਨਸ਼ਿਪ ਵਿਦ ਬਾਬਾ ਜੀ ਹਨ ਬਟ ਅਦਰਵਾਈਜ਼ ਇਟਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਵੀ ਇਟਸ ਵੈਰੀ ਈਜ਼ੀ ਟੂ ਕ੍ਰਿਟੀਸਾਈਜ਼ ਸਮਵਨ ਹਨ ਹੂ ਡਿਡ ਸੋ ਮਚ ਫॉर ਦਾ ਕਾਮ ਬਟ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਕਾਨਟ ਡੂ ਐਨੀਥਿੰਗ ਆਨ ਆਈ ਵਿਲ ਚੈਲੰਜ ਐਨੀਵਨ ਔਨ ਬਾਬਾ ਠਾਕਰ ਸਿੰਘ ਜਸਟ ਟੂ ਜਸਟ ਲਿਸਨ ਟੂ ਪਾਰਟ ਫੋਰ 24 ਆਵਰਸ ਨਾਨ ਸਟਾਪ because mm. that's one day about talk saying ana even lambe pe ana is like never stopped ana the job never stopped so it's like in india when we used to go we went once me sakrat singh and bahardeep singh went to bombay i met baba ji and then we saw re ana it's five garways five jawan munde sare hum jande se ke 24 ghante ch ek baba budda sada you know what i mean it's like it's five young feel healthy lads 17 18 19 years old can't can't save one guy who's like 70 80 We were in India um, in April, and Yani Jaranji Singh from yeah yeah, Chandra, Sahib, yeah yeah we were speaking to them, and they were telling us about stories about Bajji and how they used to go from Mitha to the Darbar Sahib every morning 
Barca mm. Divar and just yeah. like things were asking them about Buddy Sanu Sol and this, Sanu Sol and there. And it's just like they were immune to all of this stuff. So when you're talking about these things, you see it clearly that Babadi had immense amount of Gamayi. And I guess that's the reason they were the power behind a lot of these good things that people don't see at the forefront, right? Yeah, just, the thing is, you know, what we don't realize, Anna, there's certain sadhus in the world who sit in a cave. Yeah. And they just send that energy from the cave. Yeah. Because they Gamayi so much. And sometimes we don't know what's going on. And like even Babaji, Sanu, Patahini. We have no idea because it was so gupt. Everything was just gupt. Mm. We don't know. And just again off topic a little bit, your relationship with Babaji, just in like a few words, how would you explain Babaji for somebody who's never had the opportunity to be blessed to sit in their Sangat? It's like I said, you sit around Guru Granth Sahib 24 hours mm. and don't leave. And then tell me what your experience is, Anna. Yeah. And Guru Granth Sahib be more powerful than Babaji. That's the truth, Anna. Mm. But it's like, can you do that? And that's every day a Baba Thakur saying, or just even sit at home for Kirtan Kathan all day. Don't do anything else. Go for a walk while you're doing it. Do what you want. But you can't listen to anything else or do anything else. And then you'll get an experience of this is what Baba Thakur saying was about, Anna. And Mahapurukh don't go anywhere. So when we do Barsi and stuff, Anna, people who come with proper Sharda, Anna, they get Darshan of Babaji still today. In their supune after the Barsi and stuff like that. Sadeva Gana Dundani. But the thing is, so the Amapurk is uh, even their spiritual soul lives for like thousands of years, Anna. Guru Sahib is more, Anna. So they still do Raki of the people who believe in them afterwards as well, Anna. Do you have any um personal Vadesh that Babaji gave to you in terms of that you think the Panth could um take a lot away from? Like just one thing that pops in your mind of a conversation or something that they've said that, you know, sticks out. No, not really, because what, what people don't realize, Babaji, they don't only speak, he's spoken to. Yeah. And we did speak to him, but those, those are all personal things. And so I can't, I can't give like a, but their budget was basically, if you're, if you're not kept your case, keep your case. If you're not Amritari, become Amritari. And anything else, Bani Paro, to do more Namjapana. So like, uh, in terms of like the Prabhav, the, my brother's brother-in-law, uh, Lada, he was, he was a Monna. And uh, like, on the, hiding from us when he did it. Hana. <laughs> but he, he did Darshan Babaji. And after that, he died hana, in Glasgow, a motorcycle accident. But the thing is, from that day, his Nitinam never broke. Mm. So that's the Prabhav of Sadhu. But anything the Babaji said came true. So if you can get them to talk and say something, you know you're in, you're in, you're in, you know what I mean. You got you got something, Anna. So if you can get them to talk or say something, then you're done, Anna. Mm. So that's that's partially my regret sometimes that certain things I didn't ask for, Anna. And they would have given, Anna. But it's it's more about like your own personal kamai, Anna. You need to do your own personal kamai, and that's what people don't realize, Anna. And that relationship with certain Mahapurk or certain Gursiks, that's our time. That wasn't anyone else's, Anna. Mm. I'm hoping people like, you know, you look back and people think golden age, Anna. Nah. People came in the first year to Babaji. After that, down, down, down. Babaji just chill at the house. Although I see him, this is called the Gohundani Singha. You know, it's Sangha. So no, no one really stopped. People stopped coming because they didn't want, like, you go to a Sadhu Sant, you want them to give you a budget. You want to give you, you know, and this Baba, you go in there, you got to listen to Nishan Singh finish Sukhna Sai first for an hour. Yeah. Bella Hamjana Thakjana, you know what I mean? And then you're like, you got, then you got to get your wording quickly in it to get a budget. So he's like, 
a lot of people like the spirit, the political bande who were close to our body fair to be fair about body stop the job whatever speak to him because you know okay but it's like so it's like for us it was just for us it was more like it was just a direct inspiration and i've been around this person and who was like a grandfather to us to be fair and we did, we never he's like you know a confidence tell us he sige jawan we but like we so had the feeling like we could take the world on we baba ji jira marji aa jave jira marji jathe bandi jeri marji sarkar aave baba ji sade naal it's like a 5 foot 3 baba bujorge ne but that that's the prabhav ha na baba ji but then even in leads once ha na some of the sayings like jawani chhunda na ki asi asi kharkuwa asi kaam karunge and some of these sayings they can they can fight 10 people one one guy who was there at the sayings he could take on 10 months easily I'm not I'm not exaggerating I'm being serious here yeah he can take on 10 people in a fight easily yeah and so baba ji ne odi odi ta jere hor naal ho gaye unne paaf kadne nahi si kehna ke you think he can do something <laughs> so outside sukraj singh's house and the, the road's quite busy you know where this the family store is sukraj singh's moved behind you know but uh the road's quite busy and what baba ji did cuz baba ji should like going on walks baba ji started walking in the middle of the road busy road cars are coming swerving to miss them and the sangs yeah so they might be on the side and baba ji might be in the middle so the cars are near them and and they're moving baba ji saying what's wrong with you dar de karero so that's just like walking in the middle of a road and so baba ji like just scared them and like taught them a lesson like you think you can do something and but you can't even like take an oncoming car to you let alone anything else and so if you think it, as a comparable 84 we're talking about today it's a tank It's a goddamn tank. Mm-hmm. The only way you dislodge a tank is if you get the butt off the bottom, mm-hmm. the chain. Yeah? And if you ain't got anti-tank missiles, they ain't coming off. And the only thing you could do for the anti-tank missiles, got she in 84 in April, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So it's like how like how can you even comprehend like a tank coming in? And then someone telling me there's 12 tanks that are counted in the in the in the queue outside the Purkarma, mm-hmm. let alone inside. Yeah? So it's like you can't comprehend the physical physical aspect of this war that these things for Hana. And Baba Ji obviously was an inspiration to them who fought. So Sanjana Lassan ke andar oh ta rab ya. Yeah, you got to mean so we were around that rab Hana. So but the thing is Baba Ji gave us a lot of gopt bachan Hana. So the the nature of Baba Ji was to tell someone something that would tell you. Mm. So they might not tell you directly as well so that bachan would come to you in a different way and in a roundabout way and but even today some of the gurveys they want a bachan like one of them I won't say who he is na unna me nevar darshan hunde and he gets advice every month very good of babaji and then the shahid parivars as well the same people in the shahid parivars who get advice from their father so you know we say like uh, they got shahid and ਬਿਆ ਕਰ ਲਿਆ ਨਿਆਣੇ ਜਾਂ ਵਾਟਐਵਰ ਹਨ ਸਮ ਆਫ ਥੈਮ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਦੇ ਕਮਾਈਆਂ ਹੈਗੀਆਂ ਸਮ ਆਫ ਦ ਪਰਵਾਰਸ ਹੈਵ ਸਟਿਲ ਬੀਨ ਬੋਟ ਅਪ ਬਾਈ ਦੇ ਫਾਦਰ ਇਵਨ ਦੇ ਉਹ ਦੇ ਨਾਟ ਫਿਜ਼ੀਕਲੀ ਹੀਅਰ ਹਨ ਸੋ ਵਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਚਿਲਡਰਨ ਵਿਲ ਗੈਟ ਦਰਸ਼ਨ ਆਲ ਦ ਟਾਈਮ ਐਂਡ ਬੀ ਟੋਲਡ ਵਾਟ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਫੋਰ ਦ ਫੈਮਿਲੀ ਐਂਡ ਆਲ ਦੈਟ ਸਟ ਆਫ ਸੋ ਦੀ ਥਿੰਗ ਇਜ਼ ਔਨ ਅ ਸਪਿਰਚੁਅਲ ਲੈਵਲ ਸਮ ਆਫ ਇਟ ਸਟਿਲ ਕੰਟੀਨਿਊਸ ਹਨ ਬਟ ਯੂ ਕਾਨਟ ਆਬਵੀਅਸਲੀ ਵੀ ਸਾਈਂਟ ਟੂਡੇ ਔਨ ਥਿਸ ਪੋਡਕਾਸਟ ਬਟ ਪੀਪਲ ਡੋਨਟ ਨੋ ਹੂ ਵੀ ਟਾਕਿੰਗ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਬਟ ਸੋ ਔਨ ਅ ਸਪਿਰਚੁਅਲ ਲੈਵਲ ਵਾਟ ਇਜ਼ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਔਨ ਅ ਦੁਨਿਆਵੀ ਲੈਵਲ ਔਨ ਅ ਵਰਲਡਲੀ ਲੈਵਲ we can't comprehend these things and we can't comprehend like on a spiritual plane like there's different dimensions on the earth you can walk to the heavens doesn't make sense to us yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean we're stuck in our science hana ki jo sanu more dasda hana it's like now if i say is the water here yeah 
ਯਾ ਮਨਦੀਪ ਸਿੰਘ ਗੁੱਸਾ ਯੈਸ ਕਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਠੀਕ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਇਹਦੇ ਪੰਗੇ ਲਈ ਦੇ ਕਲਾਸਾਂ ਚ ਨਾ ਯੈ ਸੋ ਥਿਸ ਵਾਟਰ ਯੈ ਥਿਸ ਵਾਟਰ ਹੀਅ ਯੈ ਸਮਨ ਲਾਈਕ ਮੀ ਵੁਡ ਸੇ ਨੋ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਬਟ ਥਿਸ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਗੋਟ ਅ ਕੋਲਡ ਬਾਟਲ ਆ ਕੋਲਡ ਵਨ ਪੁਟ ਇਟ ਹੀਅ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਸੀ ਥਿ ਵਾਟਰ ਆਟ ਸਾਈਡ ਕਾਨ ਯੂ ਸੋ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਥਾਟ ਹਨਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਵਿਸ਼ੇਸ਼ ਸਮਾਨ ਹੈ ਹਨਾ ਬੇਸਿਕਲੀ ਵੀ ਕਾਨ ਗੈਟ ਦੀ ਇਨਵਿਜ਼ਿਬਲ ਪਾਰਗਟ ਇਨ ਆਰ ਲਾਈਫਸ ਥਾਸ ਥਾ ਹੋ ਪੁਆਇੰਟ ਯੂ ਏਲੀ ਆਸ ਕੁਐਸਚਨਸ ਇਜ਼ ਨੇ ਮੇਕਿੰਗ ਇਨਵਿਜ਼ਿਬਲ ਵਿਜ਼ਿਬਲ ਇਨ ਆਰ ਲਾਈਫਸ ਬਾਈ ਬਾਈ ਆਸਪਿਰੇਟਲਾਈਜ਼ ਇਨ ਇਟ ਬਿਕਾਸ ਵੀਵ ਡਨ ਦਾ ਬਿਆਸ ਵੀਵ ਡਨ ਦਾ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਸੋ ਈਵਨ ਇਨ ਦੀ ਅਟੈਕ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਥਿੰਕ ਵੀ ਲਾਈਕ ਇਟਸ ਆਨ ਅ ਸਪਿਰੀਚੁਅਲ ਲੈਵਲ ਹਨਾ ਸੋ ਲਾਈਕ ਆਬਵੀਅਸਲੀ ਯੂ ਲਾਟ ਨੋ ਦੈਟ ਆਫ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਟਿੰਗ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਫਿਕਸ਼ਨਲ ਅਕਾਊਂਟਸ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਅਕਾਊਂਟਸ ਆਫ ਦੀ ਅਟੈਕ ਐਂਡ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਵੇਜ਼ ਆਫ ਰਿਪਰੈਜ਼ੈਂਟਿੰਗ ਦ ਹਿਸਟਰੀ ਆਫ ਦੀ ਅਟੈਕ ਹਨਾ ਬਿਫੋਰ ਦੀ ਆਰਮੀ ਗਾਇ ਕਮਸ ਇਨ ਦ ਸੈਂਕ ਸੀਜ਼ ਇਨ ਟੂ ਦ ਵਾਲ ਐਂਡ ਹੀਜ਼ ਵੇਟਿੰਗ ਫੋਰ ਹਿਮ ਟੂ ਵਾਲਕ ਥਰੂ ਸੋ ਹੀ ਕੈਨ ਸ਼ੂਟ ਮੀ ਇਨ ਦੈਟ ਐਂਡ ਹੀਜ਼ ਓਨਲੀ ਗਾਟ ਅ ਬੋਲਡ ਰਾਈਫਲ is going to shoot him with he's got a machine gun when the army guy falls with his machine gun he walks over pulls his body pulls the machine gun strips him and then dresses up in his <laughs> thingy bardi and then the army when they come in they're confused cuz oh other banda other banda like so do you get what i mean so it's like it's like jump over the gari again like when maharaj leaves the gari the mass killing was internal cuz mm. in the darkness they all killed each other they didn't know who they were killing yeah. and in the same way the indian army when they were entering cuz they were all getting slaughtered it's like your general sending you in and you know no one's come back mm-hmm. you know everyone's died who's gone in there so what you're going to do you're going to panic mm. and you might do a lot of friendly fire hana so it's like a lot of that happened as well that which we can't document because we can't you know like you can you can infer these things but you can't confirm them can you yeah, yeah, yeah. do you get what i mean in this sort of, sort of situation but the people who can confirm it is the indian army mm-hmm. who won't admit yeah because they got medals haven't they to say we did this and then they'll just lie about where the soldiers died and the families won't really know on the neo pakistan the border the maria sagapa me or somebody over there you know what i mean so it's like it's all that hana there's a lot of spiritual normal life and then beyond hana and realms and stuff and how these people operate and what they see the you talk a little bit about the the power harmandal sahib and even i remember hearing that literally commandos were sent in underwater from air but no one could penetrate the things that it's only really until the the tanks came in that mm. kind of the the weight shifted slightly i remember hearing um, and you might be able to shed some light on this that when the tanks went in initially at the astan where baba deep singh ji shahid the astan they all just kind of broke um and i also remember hearing other things within harmandar sahib other kotaks um like in the 1900 when the british were trying to uh, auction off harmandar sahib we had that that kotak hana are there any other things that happened around harmandar sahib at that time miracles or the kotaks that you know of that the shangat would probably benefit from because i think for me you see on a worldly level that it's sanjanasing you with 200 300 things fighting the army but also what we have to remember is that there is a much bigger power at play yeah. armandar sai has been attacked yeah. many times and they actually don't know who they're going up against and we don't know who's standing behind us as well mm. see one of my friends lives in amrit sarana and he's a, he's a he's a drug addict and so he falls back into his habit comes out and uh, i remember talking to him about the attack and he said he said look this attack was against rabadakar sanjakar so this house of god is for everyone yeah. it's a universal shrine it's not just a sikh shrine yeah. so he said indra gandhi didn't just attack sikhs he attacked everyone yeah. by attacking the rabar sahib there's another hindu guy who's a bajorgana he's in his late 70s early 80s now and i remember i don't know how it came up a conversation and uh, we call him master and krishna bhagwan the pujari and <laughs> he just started swearing at indra gandhi he's like kutti and all is just oh, i couldn't believe it cuz like he looks like a pandit ana he's lost all his hair on his head and whatever ana and he sings krishna bhagwan they 
geet gaata rehnda hai na which is that's his mara gana yeah. and he just went crazy he's like how could she attack darbar sahib so when you see the judge by a hindu sanu sikhana to hai ga but everyone was upset hai na cuz it you, you don't attack that place it's a universal shrine hai na in terms of the kotak like you said baba deep singh the godbare in the prakarma that tank didn't move from there and i asked sangs recently about that cuz he was posted there and jigit singh mahant and i said like more singh provide he said i don't really know i can't say and because for sure the tank didn't move before there so baba deep singh the shakti we, we don't know but but mm. basically the tank couldn't go that way so they had to then go the other way just to clarify for anyone that's listening when we go around harbandar sahib and we do the prakarma there's like a a small kind of step and a picture that you see elevated and people matha taking that is the spot where baba deep singh ji came and and laid their seats after fighting for was it 8 kilometers with their hand in yeah. their head hana um and as by sub saying when the the tanks arrived arrived at that place some force just crumbled the tanks and the indian army had to reroute their tanks around the other way um, yeah sorry just so, so the, when you must take that asthan uh, the shrine committee of mr for bit now so they've got like they have like mats there sometimes sometimes they want if it's a hot day so when you must take in front of the asthan there's like a there's like a circle on the floor mm. yeah like a flower inside let's say hana and that's where they say baba deep singh put his head okay. not where the godwara is mm. yeah so that's where it's in front in the prakarma oh like in the yeah. middle yeah yeah so it's like in this right in front hana so like let's say that's the stand it's here where i'm sitting like okay, for you like okay, here okay. In the, you so know. it's not under the photo in it yeah yeah it's not under the photo hana so they say that's where and uh, what they say is if you put your hand out when you must take then do this you'll get a white hair of baba deep singh a white hair yeah of baba deep singh why guru and i know two people it's had happened to and both people questioned it and then lost the hair <laughs> so yeah. be careful if you yeah. do <laughs> so it did come in the hand and so what you're supposed to do is you put your hand there and mata te kana so a lot of the sayings like in our circles we won't walk over that spot uh, mm. good to know as a sadkar thing and we won't we walk around it and things like that and uh, in the attack what they say is you know so uh, again he's passed away now so you can say this yani just one thing use at sukrat singh's house in leeds and just one thing so got down the masjid the jathdar singa so from the kal tak from the sarwat khalsa 86 obviously they said we abolished the shumri committee so gyani jaswant singh was made the jathdar of dam the masjid okay as part of that sarwat khalsa decisions so that gyani jaswant singh stayed a lot of time in canada post the movement in uh, toronto in brampton the kira sada godraya jyot prakash godra he used to come every day and he came over to the uk and we helped him out on his first tour that was yana and he is a sukraj singh the kare singa program and he did katha there and i remember a lot of the sayings were like anti and when they heard his katha they were all probably like you know politically so you, you hear the views of a person and yani uh, just one thing said in the attack he said uh, what happened is he said one of the sayings from the akal takht sahib can see guru gobind singh very good and he's saying he's narrating and shouting to the other sayings ke guru gobind singh hon challe darbar sahib so you can see guru gobind singh walking to darbar sahib matha take they coming back and then he's saying oh guru gobind singh is now giving a shole bhature to the sayings <laughs> who are fighting yeah so he 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 said this in the katha that day at the house and asrad singh the kare the so we like obviously we can say nice past way na ਲੋਕੀ ਗਾਲਾਂ ਕੱਢਣ ਜੋ ਮਰਜੀ ਕਹਿਣ ਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਗੱਪਾਂ ਮਾਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਗੱਪੇ ਹਾਂ ਜਿੰਨ ਭਾਵਨਾ ਰੱਖਣੀ ਰੱਖ ਲਵੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਨਾ ਕਿਉਂ ਕਹੇ ਤਾਂ ਮਾਈਕ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਸ ਟੂ ਅਸ ਬਟ ਯਾ ਦਾ ਸੋ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਦੈਟ ਡਿਡ ਹੈਪਨ ਐਂਡ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਥਿੰਕ ਇਟ ਇਟਸ ਲਾਈ
ਵੀ ਡੋਂਟ ਵੀ ਡੋਂਟ ਬਲੀਵ ਗੁਰੂ ਗ੍ਰੰਥ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਨਾ ਪ੍ਰਤੱਖ ਜੋਤ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਪ੍ਰਤੱਖ ਵਰਤਦੇ ਆ ਸਪੈਸ਼ਲੀ ਇਨ ਦੀ ਸੋਰ ਕਾਰਨਾਮੇ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਸਪੈਸ਼ਲੀ ਟੂ ਦ ਸੈਂਗਸ ਯੂ ਦੇ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦ ਟਾਸਕ ਇਨ ਹੈਂਡ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਸੋ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਪ੍ਰਤੱਖ ਨਾ ਈਵਨ ਲਾਈਕ ਵੈਨ ਦੇ ਗੋਂ ਕਿਉਂ ਦਨ ਰੰਕਾਰੀ ਦੇ ਕੋਰਨ ਸਕਾਈਪ ਫਰਮ ਦੇ ਦ ਸੈਂਗਸ ਦਸ ਤਰੀ ਸੈਂਗਸ ਗੁਰਬਚਨਾ ਹੀ ਯਾ ਯਾ ਸੋ ਗੁਰਬਚਨਾ ਵੈਨ ਦੇ ਕਿਉਂ ਦਨ ਰੰਕਾਰੀ ਆਈ ਟੀ ਵਨ ਇਜ਼ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਆਖਰ ਮੈਂ ਬਣਾਣਾ ਐਂਡ ਵੈਨ ਦੇ ਕਿਉਂ ਦੇ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਕੰਪਾਉਂਡ ਦੇ ਕੋਰਨ ਗੈਰ ਆਉ so that on the escape and there's a door that's locked and that door opened somehow mm. from inside and they got out when they got to call when they met something lasting something lasting said can that tick tock nickel again they go yeah we were okay and something lasting said that door was locked wasn't it i opened the door <laughs> right you wouldn't have got out of there yeah so even if you google like the assassination on india today there's like they'll say like it's one of the hardest uh shots that someone could make but yeah it's like precision shot mm. so it's like they can't believe like even from the distance and stuff that they shot him from hana but it's like so santan asing we like edde de vartavech vartde you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's there protecting the sang getting them out even watching it from harmandar sahib whatever they are you know what i mean so it's like we can't comprehend hana the level of the spirituality like as we at the seek to inspire campana dr kritesh singh iowa america to one like he didn't like a bachan personal bachan about him and something else and i having was that the sadi alder thing who was doing prachar huh was that the prachar who was quite a bit yeah the old guy yeah, oh, yeah. okay yeah, we yeah. wondering who that was okay. yeah yeah dr kritesh singh yeah i now remember hearing a similar thing about by avtar singh ji brahma uh, in mlir kotla when they were surrounded and just for context for anyone that doesn't know by avtar singh ji brahma was um, a saying of dal baba bidhi chand baba bidhi chand who used to do a lot of um crazy things under the under the guidance of guru hargobind sahib ji and often would get into hard situations do our dash to guru hargobind sahib ji and then miraculously come out and um i think they'd been there a bounty on their head and they'd been surrounded um by 2 3000 crpf officers around the military court and there were bullets just flying everywhere um and looking at where to go and i've even got the picture ups there actually i think this finger of theirs gets shot off and at that point from being from the organization of guru hargobind sahib ji they do a similar ardas to guru hargobind sahib ji saying guru sahib jive to see baba bidhi chandi rakhya ki ti sadi vi rakhya karo just like you protected baba bidhi chand now protect me and at that point the story i read of it they just just ran out and from, somehow found uh, a gap within that cordon and when they went back to see the other things the other things came running and they started like tapping him down and checking like goli ki tibadi are you okay what's what's wrong and um, when he looked at himself he's like what's wrong with you guys i'm absolutely fine but he only at that point realized that there were bullet holes through his dastard through his jaw and everything but not one had pierced mm-hmm. so not just in the attack yeah, but yeah. even the kargula yeah, yeah. the the freedom movement after we hear these gothics happening and yeah. even today we hear of these things and and i think those things are so important to remember in what is quite a gloomy you can see it as a very gloomy situation yeah. but also it acts as evidence that even the crazy stuff can happen to the pond Guru Sahib will always come through. Um, I remember hearing that growing up and it kind of gave me shivers as well. But it, even in a spiritual context, you know, if you think of the 84 attack, and if you imagine yourself being trapped in there, it's like, do you fight or flight, isn't it? That comes mm. down to a question, isn't it? But then, the attack, you're surrounded by Papi Bande, who are going to come in, murder you, torture you, kill you, take you out. But then in our lives, we're, we're surrounded by Kaljuk. Mm. And it's the same situation. we're just not realizing it because mm. we happily sit up, switch on Netflix yeah and watch the next series yeah and that's what's actually sh- shooting us down 
because we're not awake to it and we're not awake to our spiritual reality. Mm. So we're living in the 84 situation all the time, but we're just not, because we can't physically see it and we're not spiritually turned on, we're just like going with the flow and then drowning in the Maya. So we're drowning in the Saroor mm. instead of actually doing Shnana coming back out and getting Nakali Andanana. So on a spiritual level, we're stuck on a spiritual plane of that. That's So the attack represents our life really. Mm-hmm. And how are we going to escape? Where are we going to get an escape route? How are we going to break a cordon? That's all our spiritual life, isn't it? And someone comes and slaps you in the face. Or someone comes and shoots you or bayonets you. Or your wife swears out. Your daughter wakes up at five o'clock or three o'clock. And mm-hmm. you got to milk her. You know what I mean? But it's, it's like, it's, it's ongoing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's incessant. But that's what our life is. But we're not turned on to realize that. So we're just failing in our own mission. And I guess sometimes you need the physical slaps to realize the spiritual ones. Yeah. Not? Uh, I think it's by Fodja Singh Shaheed said that the plant is like a bead and to nur- it's like a seed and to nourish that seed every 40 to 50 years, the coon of the yeah. Shaheed, the blood of the Shaheed is needed. And I always bring this to the point, uh, I'm doing the calculations of the math teacher, like according to that, something's upon the horizon. Yeah, huh? yeah, it is, yeah. And but, the, but the thing is with by Fodja Singh as well, minimum three hours of Kanpat roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Khalsa Khan, minimum. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's so much we still need to cover and we haven't spoken about any of that stuff because um the conversation's been I've just all these questions I've had have just been on the spot. Uh so I feel like it's going a different uh direction, but it's been amazing so far uh with the podcast. I'm just saying a goosebumps the whole time. Uh, just one last question that's off topic as well. And then I think we should go through the, the quick fire round. There's loads of questions that have come in. Okay. I think the big yeah, started on that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. So the, these are questions that are coming up, but it's just interesting. Uh again, completely random, but that idea again about you talk about spirituality, Gamai, um, and I've seen in some of your talks you spoke about in the past, even in the Banch and Scar series that you spoke uh, that you've done before as well. But in terms of things like Nitinim and jobs and so on, was there like a minimum or something that I said in more closed circles? Because I think the general six in the, in the general public they don't get access to this kind of stuff mm. unless they uh, like your average ninety five percent of the Sikhs. Right, it's only those that have links or can speak to. You know, yeah. specific go to six in it. They get these kind of conversations yeah. going. But to those that are listening, that would probably never have this conversation, unfortunately. What, like, is there some sort of minimum, or is that like you know, for those go to six, if you want to make a difference, you should be doing like you know, ten japji sahibs, patchi, yeah. or like sukuni sahib. Is there but, anything like that? There is, I know, but it's like your bread and butter is your satbaniya, banjabaniya, rara sahib, and sola. That's your bare minimum. Even if you're dying in a hospital bed, you're still doing those, you know? mm. So that's like an article. struggle to do that. You know? So that's your bare minimum, your satbaniya. Yeah. Because what people don't realize with the wrath, nothing else matters is the bani. If you ain't got the bani, you got no wrath, you got nothing. You got no sikh, you know? So your bare minimum is your bani as an amrutari, satbaniya. And then it depends who you listen to in terms of the next part, which is so the Nirmala Sansai go to who passed away now as well. Isn't it? They say two and a half hours Simran a day, minimum. Simran. Mm. So that's Gurmantar, Mulmantar, the job, two and a half hours seated as well. Mm. Yeah. Not walking around. Can't do it in the car. Yeah. You can't do it in the car. It's not allowed. Yeah. So you can do it in the car, but that counts extra. But two and a half seated yeah. hours Simran. Yeah. And then you need to name. Yeah. So it's like, even like we know other people say two hours Simran, but this is two and a half. Mm. So they're saying you're the Swan, your 10% is just your Simran. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then your Nitinam is over and above that. 
generally back in babaji's days especially anna and possibly something else in his days before that the bare minimum used to be satbaniya and then panch granthi which would be so you satbaniya then asadivar dakniyankar siddgosht uh, sukhni sahib shabd jare hana yeah i think that's all of them yeah so that so those baniya even then but even if you do the counts and you do the maths if you do all that it breaks out to about two and a half hours even if you faster right or three mm. hours so that you know the counts of the timings all work out to be roughly the same anyway mm. but then in terms of prachar and stuff sandgur bachan singh's written in the pothi and gurbani par darpan so i see a lot of pracharaks and the prachar doesn't work because they haven't done the kamai it's the words can be exactly the same for the speaker but if they haven't got the kamai the it's that thing with that analogy with the, the gun, with the mm-hmm. gun and the throwing the bullet hana so it's if they haven't done the kamai there's a minimum written in there that you should have done this much abhyas before doing prachar and then if you have then it works hana but then in the taksal as well like the simran is in that prevalent but it is on a gopta level mm. do you get it so sandgur was saying like jimin paul did his podcast and i was over the moon when he said sandgur was saying to simran two to four because mm. i just i just call it taksal they kende ne gallan na taksal prachalat ya you know what i mean but then uh, when you look at any more sayings like and their sayings they always do simran before they do ishnan and that's what i do as well so i get up and do simran first stop falling asleep and then get up and all just enjoy the times and just fall asleep in the simran but the thing is <laughs> but that's that's like a pratan thing so the pratan rat was a gursu could get up and do simran first then do the shnan afterwards and then do the nitne sort the day hana so that was the pratan rat hana obviously differing views like do shnan first whatever but a lot of the pratan sampradaya sort is that hana mm-hmm. but then in the taksal what is prevalent has become prevalent as well is teti male mul mantra day so stay three male 108 beads hana the problem with the mul mantra is once you start doing it your time decreases mm, so it's better to do a time mm. rather than a number. rather than a number yeah you can't do the tetimali as a target but then bring it to a time so the gurbani the jobs like people say do 10 japji saves and whatever i've never been a fan of that i'm mm. not going to lie on it and i've never done panjagranti mm. far from in dire situations for a few weeks and stuff but generally i've never done panjagranti but je koi mere to more bolan lag pe panjagranti de koi bhi bani apni no the pankti because i spent so much time on baba ji mere panch granthi de charan chalda se gana but i never really did like so just and sukhni sahib and the baniya really but i never cuz my focus has always been since day one is the simran and the problem with the simran is if you don't get in in the murtvela the only other chance you really have is at night mm. so so vele ki bandgi ka vele ki takra hai na so vele ki bandgi means you your bandgi your simran is at the right time which is murtvela and if you do it at the wrong time vele ki takra which means the wrong time and then your mind takra basically you can't concentrate because mm. the world's all going on so you can't mm. do it at night or in the morning and i really struggle with that if i don't get up on time or whatever and things happen in your life so you've got that going on and but you need to have like a bare minimum of good sickness to be two and a half hours in a day even if they include the nitnam in that of general abhyas yeah. gurbani yeah yeah whatever it may be hana but that's got to be seated mm. yeah you can't do walking around if you're only doing that mm. but i wouldn't count driving your car no tyan any yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so walking around doesn't matter like uh, sirguru nanak dev used to have a danda in the morning where they'd put a danda and they'd walk backwards and forwards to teach us to stay awake kid in india the yeah hana koi sadhana uthao na cuz in india in the heat like 45 degrees and stuff sare ano ni nadi like what can you do you got to do something and i just sit in a chala and sit in water cold water and stay awake and mm. but so there's those things but then in terms of pratan ravet and this is going to get a bit advanced and pratan ravet gurusikhs would always do a 40 day job 
which would start on Maggi. So it'd start on 13th, 14th of January for 40 days. So in terms of a lot of Gursikhs still do that. So even Santanup Singh Dragi, he does it. I'm not sure how long, he, what hours he does. But a Charlie Denda Jaap, really, minimum should be eight hours. Right side minimum is 12 hours. A day? Yeah. Because Baki Bara can take Karna Kiya Sona. You know what I mean? Even if you, you can't do 12 hours, if you think of it, eight hours is easy. You still got 16 hours to eat, whatever, sleep. So it's, but obviously, these sort of things you have to build up to. So you can't just say, oh, I'm going to go and do an eight hour job. Like a Pagal like me would once. <laughs> So, but the thing is, a lot of us have developed certain things in our lives and then you might do a job for three hours or four hours because it's easier and you might be going to work and build things like up. that, Hannah, and build it up. But it's only these things that build our spiritual base, Hannah. So it's like we have to do these things. So I remember Karali Alessandana, he's still around. I can't remember his name is now, Nanak Saralaya, Karali Alessandana. He's quite young. But when we were at university and stuff, so if there's a Tihara, a Gurpur coming on, he'd say, like, we're doing 150,000 Sukhani Sahibs. So like some of us as young guys, we would take on like, I don't know, 200 Sukhni Saibs to do in like 30 days. And then you just, you just be like doing it. And you might say, oh, you're doing it too fast or whatever, Hannah. But you, you had a target to get it done, Hannah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, but it was those things like build your spiritual strength to be then give you confidence to do stuff, Hannah, to go further and further and further. And then you, but then it has to be a very good system. And people eat a lot of food when they do jobs and that just ruins it. You can't eat a lot. You have to reduce your food as well to stay awake and stuff. And you have to do a bit of uh, mobility exercises to help your sitting and stuff like that. So there is a, other stuff involved, but that's become very good mm. in our modern day Sikhi. Our modern day Sikhi is wear a bana, mm. wear a three footy karpan. Don't look like a missionary like me wearing this shit and tie, whatever I was wearing at work. And I wear, don't wear a tie, but yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, Ajakal ehi yana. ਕਿਰਪਾਨਤੇ got by the saying to go and steal someone's bakra go yeah and then put they killed a share the day before the lion and they put the lion skin on top of the bakra and then they returned the bakra yeah and the bakra after a day or two like all the other bakra were running away from because uh, like a sheep or a, yeah, or a goat yeah. and uh, after a few days all this because even though he's wearing the lion skin he started doing his man, man. <laughs> and, uh, and then the owner started beating him up. And then he loved him all this, took his color for and stuff. And then the girl came out and Anand Prasaib said, Then Maharaj said, He 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 and we were at the Sikh to inspire camp. And all the Pracharaks who were doing the talks at the camp, we were all sitting in a room, so there's about six, seven of us. And one of the Pracharaks said, he said, I met Baba Hari Singh Randhaviyale a day or two ago. And he said, I said to him, how, how do we get our liberation done? And Baba Hari Singh Randhaviyale said, just do what the Panjabiyare told you, and your liberation is done. So this debate broke out in the room between all the Pracharaks, all six, seven of us. 
Like, is the answer right? Like, the guy who posed the question said he couldn't believe that answer. What was it? Yeah. Too simple? Yeah, it's too simple, Anna. Hmm. And then I interjected and I said, no, he's right. I said, what do you mean? I said, well, look, what did the Banjabiyari tell you? The Banjabiyari tell you, don't look at any other woman in the wrong way. Earn an honest living. Job you can't do similar karo. Mm. Yeah. Do you have your ass of your wife, Guru Simran, Guru Mantra all times? Do you do your Mulmanta? I said, if you do all those things, your Brahmgyan's done. <laughs> we just don't. It's like basics of Sikhi. Sikhi is basic. There's no basics of Sikhi, is there? You know what I mean? That sense, mm. Sikhi is basic, but we we want to make it into this spiritual gymnastics and all this. And I do we all want this the thing. lightning bolt and yeah, all Yeah, the, you know what I mean? We want to present yeah. it on a red oh, carpet. Yeah. We want to go on like uh, Dorothy's road to Oz in it and meet all these people <laughs> on the way, Hannah. But it's like, it's it's Sachkan still there, and I never moved, and I Sachkan to the other day, the other day, the other So it's like we do all these things, but really, it's, it doesn't. Nothing changes. So even with old history, like we're talking about eighty four today, Sadakchirasi hoya, Sadakalukara egge hoy. It all repeats, like by Fajr Singh says, it doesn't change. What changes is us, because we're Vishreya from Pramatma until we get back to God. We can't. We're just gonna keep coming back and being involved in this Maya circle. Go on. To go for the questions then. Oh, yeah, man. you know, zip through them. You know, that was, we'll finish thank up. you so much uh, for sharing that um, with the Sangat. Um, let's go for the Instagram questions. So we uh, put a post out earlier today. We asked the Sangat uh, what questions would you like to ask? Um, so yeah, in that group. Which group in the Monday Podcast. one? Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Good buddy. Do you want to start? Yeah, so a quick question was, uh, why did Sanji not leave Darbar Sahib? I think we've answered that earlier, haven't we? In that, it's all, it's karma, na? Okay. Sanji, it's all going to happen. It's preordained, and you can't change mm. the old history, and it's going to happen. Um, if if the revolutionary Sikh of 1984 was still alive, how would the Banth be different? The Banth wouldn't be different again. It's the same thing. The, do you know the trajectory of history? These people come to change it, but we can't change it. So whatever God's going to happen, it's only going to happen according to the right time. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like me sitting here today. I only came today, first time to this house and whatever. It was going to happen today. Mm. I was going to eat, drink your father's great tea today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, so we don't realize, like we have that saying, don't we? Anjal. Yeah. Our food and water is written for where we're going to have it every day. Mm. So it's that intricate. So these things are all going to happen anyway. We can argue about it being right or wrong yeah, and be judgmental, but it was all going to happen. So even the Indra Gandhi, we can say Indra Kutti Maro Jyoti Hana, hmm. but that was going to happen as well. She was going to go to Narak and live there for till the sun and moon exist. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that she's going to live. So like people, some people try to argue like, oh, actually, isn't Indra Gandhi going to get her Kalyandan because she fought against the things and then fighting against the things and they're combining like, no. Yeah, so Mahapurka's, I went to and they said that until there's a sun and a moon, she will stay in hell. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a <laughs> long time. Uh, what can we do to help on like a daily basis? Bit of an open question. It's, it's an easy one, really. Mm. Do your Nithinim, do your Bani, and from that, your Pantak Seva will come. Right. You've got to save your Guru first. Mm. Once you save your Guru, your Seva will come. If you want it like now, I live in regret. So I used to do Ardasa to do Seva of Sheet Parvars, and then one of the Sheet Parvars, and they had to do Benti to me three times to do a translation work. And I just felt so bad. I was like, I did Ardasa to get this Seva, mm. and now I don't want to do it. So then I had to do it. You know, it took me months to like translate a certain person, piece of work. It's not still not published, Anna. It's on the shelf. But like, so we have to be very careful. Like, you know what you ask for? 
you ask for it for one day, but then in 10 days time, you might not want it, but you're still going to get it. Mm-hmm. It'll still be delivered to you because you did that mang. And if mm-hmm. you do it with a true heart, it will come. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like we're not spiritually advanced enough to like realize what we're asking for. But then we can't not then not deliver as well. Mm. Do you get it? It's, it gets quite complicated. And so in passion, we can do things easily. But then afterwards, it's like, can you deliver? I remember saying, telling me actually, um, kind of like a, not a get out way to that, but a, a nice thing to always, I do advice is, wherever you think is best for me, yeah. just take me there. Don't ask for specific things. Yeah, yeah. And even on that, I think when you hear about 84, and I remember coming into 84, thinking we need to overthrow the Galatas, we need to do all this mad stuff. But obviously I'm just an A-level student listening to a video on YouTube and I, <laughs> you get wound up because you don't have a, a sphere of influence. Mm. And Simon Sinek in his, in his, I talk about this and Jugalaj Singh talked about this. He said that you have um, three levels, well, you have your sphere of influence and um, your sphere of, of what you want to affect. Um, and at the moment, the, sm- the one of influence is very small and where you want to reach is very big. And we're trying to make the jump straight away. But he said, if you just focus on what you can influence right now in your life, that circle will grow. And I'm sure you've seen that in like Bantik yeah, yeah, Seva. Yeah. It might yeah. start off with one translation, yeah. then it goes to an interview, then it goes to you being the 1984 yeah. representative of the UK. <laughs> and then it goes to a podcast. So I would say as well, and I've seen that in my own journey with Guru Sahib's Kirpan, the Sangha Sisa, that just start on whatever you can within mm-hmm. this moment in your life. Um, even if it might seem tiny, no Seva is tiny. And slowly that network will build, your prosa will build, your demon will build, and who knows, Guru Sahib will take you wherever you're meant to end up. But yeah, without Nitanim and Bani, it's kind of, it's all going to flop. Um, another question, a bit of a controversial one, um, but how come different groups did not get along um, during that time? So here they spoke with the Babbars and the Taksaldis. Uh, did they get along? Did they not get along? Why? Um, it's, it's quite simple, Anna. If you look at Punjab now, yeah? So the thing is, in our own families, we have fallouts. Yeah. Yeah. In Jathabandi, we will have fallouts. That's a given. Yeah. There's a lot of misconception with the Tuxal and the Babarjana. They did fall out at certain points, but they made up as well. But the thing is, their mission was all the same. So the mission never changed. And the Babarkalsa has got a mass recruitment of Daksal sayings in there. Yeah, so it's it's not it's not like the Babur Khalsa as it's projected sometimes there's only been the Khan Kindi Jatha. It's never been that. Mm-hmm. And then you've got photos of uh, Vadava Singh, who's the current Jathadar, uh, Jathadar Talvinder Singh, Luan Singh Nagoke doing Amr Sanchars, where the BB are not wearing Keskiya. Mm-hmm. So they're Panj Piyare and they've not put Keski Rath as a thing. Mm-hmm. And they're the three, two, the Jathadars of Babur Khalsa, let alone anything else. Anna. So there's, there's things like that. But at the same time, the way you got to view it is, we can differ on our, our views and differ on our methods, but we don't differ on our mission. Mm. If we differ on our mission and our sadan, then it's a problem. Indeed. Then it's a massive problem. Anna. But if we don't we differ on those things, it doesn't matter. It's like, you got how many teams in the Premier League? Anna? They're all playing football, aren't they? Mm. They're all playing team from the top. It doesn't matter who gets to the top in the end. Anna. Someone wins the league, whatever it is. In the same way, the seat groups, if they're all aiming for the same thing, one's going to get more prominence, one's going to get less. If the mission's the same, it doesn't matter. But they all complement each other. Mm. So on a mass, you know, on a, on a level of like mass media, people will talk about differences and uh, make things up. But underneath that, there's a hell of a lot of yekta because these guys died together. Mm. These guys fought together. They so, attend, yeah. attend so, each other's funerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pre-84, the Smirsh Regiment and the Bubbers, they were hand in glove. 
they're all doing the same stuff. They're all doing stuff together. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, we're separate from you. There was a lot of things in joint missions and even prior at post 84 and all the major uh, sodde that happened were never singly one just the bandi. Hmm. They were always joint because it takes a lot of planning and a lot of time to do certain things. So it was always joint because someone couldn't get money at that time. Someone couldn't get arms. And so it was even prior to 84, it was like that as well. There's another question here. Um, well, two questions. Why did Indira Gandhi attack the Sikhs? I think, to be fair, I think that's been mentioned in a previous video, no? Mm. Um, if probably someone's to answer Yeah, them, but then. please do mention it. Uh, and also, was the Sangat warned that the army could attack the Darbar Sahib at any time? And you can extend that question to say, um, how aware were the Sikhs that an attack was prominent? Yeah, so Indira Gandhi attacking the Darbar obviously the Tamil Murcha was ongoing. So mass civil disobedience. And it got to the point where uh, she was saying the talks had broken down, but who's going to the talks? It's the Akalis. It's not something else. Saying. Yeah, yeah. So there's really there's loads of different accounts on this, but in the Sangarsh, what everyone says is is the Akalis told Indira Gandhi to attack, and that there's no peace with something else, saying, and you can't make peace with him. Could you name who are the Akalis that people at Longo so, are? And... So the Akali Dal is a, a party, but there's a few people who get named in this process. Which would be Prakash Singh Badal, Balwan Singh Ramuwalia, who might still be alive. And they don't mention Longawal in that list of people. Yeah. So when I did the uh, interview with Mahant a few weeks uh, last year, which is going to get published, like I said, Mahant said, and this was shocking to me, Mahant said, he goes, Look, what really happened? But there's obviously there's this disparate views. Yeah. So we can't say which one's right or wrong. You can decide yourselves. Anna. But what Mahant said is, he said, Look, what really happened is Indra said to Santanal Singh, I'll accept all the Anandpur Sadmata. Okay. <laughs> Will you call it off? And Sant said yes. Okay. Yeah. So what he said, Mahant, he said, look, that was done. But the Akalis knew if that happens, mm. we'll lose all our power. It's done. So they then went to her and said, no, he's, he's lying to you. He's going to ruin it. You need to attack. Wow. You need to attack Darbar Sahib. Yeah. And so that's what Mahant said to me that day, which I hadn't heard Anna, over all those years. I'm not going to lie. And that's like an interesting view because the other side of it is the army at go and attack the library and the museum, all the artifacts of Darbar Sahib and yeah. put it on light. But they put it on light after emptying it because what they were looking for was a letter from Indira Gandhi to Santanar Singh. And any, if you find any letters or any written form between Santanar Singh and Indira Gandhi, Santanar Singh writes Sirimati to her and she writes Santaji. What does Sirimati mean? Sirimati means like a supreme woman, like it's like a sarkar, yeah, respect, respect. respectful thing. Like you'd like, you know how we'd write uh, uh, dear, whatever, or so, yours sincerely. Yeah. Sirimati would be used something in, uh, okay, locally okay. in India. Huh? So the thing is, so there was like that, even though on like a, a mass media thing, they made it at like loggerheads, but in written form, that it's respect. very cordial and respectful. So what they say is the army went into the library and stole the artifacts because all they wanted was that one letter, which would have proven that she was okay. Interesting. And then you've got even Rajiv Gandhi going on record in April 84. So we've got a video on Akal Publishers YouTube called Genocide 1984. The quote's on there, so you can find it in there. But Rajiv Gandhi says, there's no uh, issue with us and the Sikhs. And the Hindus, the Sikhs, we're all one. Very interesting. So the thing is, there's like, there's like, there's like Machiavellian politics that went on. <laughs> and then, so Tara, Longawal, Ramawalia, Bibi Amarjit Kaur, they all walk out. And get saved in the attack, whereas the Yatris mm. get killed. 
Mm. So how was that deal done to get them out? And you can say the government did it to make them out to be bad people. Because even a uh, longer while, even though like we've sort of disdained him a lot over the years, Anna, uh, he's seen as like Kamalpur by a lot of people and very softly spoken and not being a political bandha who got used. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't have a lot of backbone after 84. But it's like, could we take that colossal pressure on our spine? Anna? Yeah. You know what I mean? We can criticize the guy. Anna? So it's like, it's really weird, like the view on longer while when you talk to people who actually were around him. And they were saying, and he couldn't handle the pressure. It was just a circumstance. Yeah, it was just a circumstance that led to him. So Indira Gandhi attacking, it was made out to be mass media and also Indira Gandhi also electioneering to get elected again, to destroy the Bogia, the Sikhs. So, scapegoat. Yeah, but so communal politics is a massive thing in India, post the British. So they basically picked up the same tactics from the British. Mm. So that, that was part of the national engineering of the whole attack and everything she, else. She needed a victory. Yeah, but if you look at the statistics and everything else, there's no proof to why the attack should occur or anything. So yeah. even the Indian government white paper, which was published in uh, July 1984, there's no evidence of why the attack. And then the second part of your question, which was, uh, was there any warning given? Yeah. So uh, Yanni Jal Singh, who was the president of India in 1984, in his uh, memoirs, so the book's called Memoirs of Gyanis Elsing, which was po uh, published posthumously after he died. He didn't publish them while they were alive. He says, and he's the commander-in-chief of the army, he says no warning was given. Mm. And open, fire was opened by the army without giving any warning for anyone to escape or surrender. So that's mm. the president of India saying that. I don't need to say that. And he's a pro-Indira Gandhi person. And I've got in front of me quite a few quotes from General Senna, who yeah. initially was employed, but then actually said, I'm not being a part of this, right? Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he, on, on the 16th of July, 1984, says that the army action was not the last resort as Prime Minister Indira Gandhi would have us believe. It had been in her mind for more than 18 months. Shortly after the Akali agitation of 1982, the, uh, the cantonment in the Dune Valley, where a com complete replica of the Golden Temple complex had been built. Another training involving aviation research center commandos was given in the Sarswa, Sarswa area and the Yamuna bed in helicopters converted into gunships. So there's plenty of, yeah. Non-Sikh um, references yeah. to but it's not General Sinha, he's got an interview, I think it's on Fair and Square. I can't remember what the, the, govern, govern, the guy's name is now. He's a, uh, he used to be a Patrakar, but then he became a uh, ARP politician. Yeah. But in that interview, if you Google it, General Sinha, you'll find it on uh, YouTube. General Sinha was actually called in to arrest something else as well in 1981. Yeah. Yeah, I met that as well. Yeah. So he, in that interview, he, he talks about that and the excessive want of force which he didn't allow and then the planning of the attack as well so he's got both in there and he talks about how oh, he would have run the attack and put Maharaja Sloop outside the yeah very respectful yeah. way yeah so so that you you've got all that in front of you and I like how they could have done it in a peaceful way and they, they had no interest in doing that Which and then I would also bring in army personnel who don't know Punjab don't know the sayings inside and Punjab police from Amritsar knew all the sayings could recognize them yeah could point them out and they didn't use any local administration Oh, we'll try and link that um, interview because uh, it'd be good for me to watch as well, definitely. Mm. Uh, were there any other last ones? Just a few ones and we'll finish off. Um, for those that are listening, uh, and especially in their households, they have parents, uncles, and so on that are anti and they say things, you know, Sanji's a um, terrorist, etc., etc. What would you say to those people that may have these difficult conversations or listen to this uh, slander in their households? I hear it in my household. <laughs> 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 I mean, so it's, it's, I, I think what it is, so long as you got the knowledge, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter what people say on us. As long as mm. you know your knowledge, you got you can back it up with evidence. Mm. Then beyond that, you can't convert anyone. It doesn't matter. Mm. All we can do is get, present knowledge to people in a sensible manner. And if they don't accept it, that's up to them. Mm. It's like you make perfect food for someone putting on a plate. If they don't want to eat it, they're not going to have the hunger. They're not going to eat it. Mm. So some people are going to be entrenched in their view that they don't want to change. The Sanjana Singh is this or that. And they, they don't have to change. So for us, it don't make, make a difference. Mm. I think for a lot of people, as well, it's a safe option to believe that they're in the wrong. Yeah, because yeah. if not, then that means they're presented with a problem that they need to face. Yeah. That we are being attacked. It's, it's like psychological dissonance, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got the restaurant owner who has a Gucci turban, whatever. Hannah. It's like that guy has probably got people in his family who got killed in Delhi and stuff. And he just wants to be pro-India. Yeah. So he doesn't have to struggle again. Yeah. So his family doesn't have to take bullets or anything. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. it? So it's like that thing. It's Some people, it's just easier to take the... Uh, to follow the narrative. It's like the... What do they call him in America? The house Negro. Yeah. yeah? Mm. It's that thing, isn't it? It's, it's easier just to be normalized and, uh, and be acceptable of mm. the oppression because then you don't have to fight the oppression. Mm. Just moving on to the last topic. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Carl Publishers. A car Why publish- was that set up as well? Yeah, Carl Publishers really... We started on the sort of uh, basis of Babaji. So Babaji, I asked Babaji to start translating the Red Mariyadda. So we started that. Then we went on to say, can we do the Jeevani of the saints? So the lives of the saints who gave Shidiya. Mm. And Babaji said, yes, do that. Nah? And then from that, obviously, we started publishing. And the Tuxal didn't really support us as an institute, even while Babaji was alive. Mm. So they made parallel translations of things that I'd already done. And tried to print them, and then they're like, like instead of Brahmgani, they're like, uh, was it possessed soul? So they've got like done wrong translations, yeah. So there's like there's a lot of politicians, <laughs> politics internally, <laughs> and we we didn't try keeping Babaji in those Galana. We kept them out, mm. but then obviously my translations remained, and those have disappeared over the years and things like that, Hannah. And some of them were actually okay, but the publications have sort of disappeared as well. So ours remained, and then all the Tuxal websites sort of copied ours and things like that. And uh, but then we obviously we game of love. I think it was more about like our publishers because I'm a cantankerous person. I can't work with anyone. <laughs> and through seva and activism, I realized like I'm not a people person and I can't work with people. So I thought, you know what? Forget all this. <laughs> just make my own organization and just do it my own way. Fair enough. But the thing is about game of love, our thing with the car publishers, and we are controversial and I am a controversial figure. I do upset a lot of people and I say sorry to you all, yeah? <laughs> but the thing is, it was set up on the basis to say things that no one else will say. Mm. So even if that means me going against Sikh Jathabandiya sometimes, and I, I'm wrong for doing that a lot of the time, Anna, it's to say things that no one else will say. So we will then say it because no one else is going to say it. Mm. But then sometimes it becomes a dangerous game where you know certain pristine intelligence and certain bande who are sarkari. But if you say that, Sarana Rona, mm. and they can't accept the truth, you get it? So it's like, but in written form now, and as an organization, we've got a lot of Sevadar, a lot of them are female, and they all hide behind the platform. They've all agreed to go on the website and put their photos on, but we just never got around to doing it. Mm. So it's like, it's driven through that. But the thing is, we we are just producing material. That's all we're doing. And we've got Seek Learning Trust now, which is our shoot-off charity, and that's non-political. So you can go to seeklearningtrust.com and you can just download resources and of things. Anna. So we've got 70 weeks of uh, Gurmat classes on there But a card publishers organization That's how we started And we've branched off into other things And we continue to do things now But it was more about saying things that no one else will say But we've gone more to a spiritual path now Rather than a political path 
Mm. And uh, I might have got the name wrong, but is it the monologues or the fictional story writing that you do? Uh, that's very powerful. Uh, tell us a bit about that. What is the reason for doing that as well? So like we, the first one was people sort of uh, criticized me for making one on Jumkar Digari, right? And they said, like, how can you fictionize this when the history exists in the grants and the Potia? When you look at the grants and the Potia, the history doesn't exist. Because if you actually write an account in Jakarta Digari, there's very little actually stated. When you get into the actual fighting and everything else, there actually isn't that much there. You can so, see the events are outlined. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? So yeah. when you get to the detail, unless you fictionalize it like a daddy or do something, mm. you can't actually make the story like real. Do you know mm. what I mean? So I fictionalized it a bit, but it's based on facts, and mm. obviously I've missed out certain things in there as well because I, I didn't know certain things, and and uh, so some people criticize me, but what people don't realize is all history is mythos. It's all mythology because the truth is God, who's Nirgun, who's invisible, and that Nirgun doesn't exist in the visible. So all this that we see is all Maya, it's all illusion. So you know what I mean. But the whole point of history or any teaching is to get you to the point of realization. And get you inspired. Mm. So it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Do you get it? So we can't get hung up on like the history being right or wrong. So that's what we did with Chimkar Digari. We never like went ahead with animating and things like that. Because that was a bit, people couldn't handle the thing mm. from Yana. So we then we did the audio drama of uh, Innocence Lost in 1984. Which is an innocent family just turns up at the Dabar Sahib and then gets caught up and shot. That's and then we got powerful. criticized by people saying, no, it's a battle of Amritsar. Why you don't talk about innocence for? And you're like, hello, a lot of innocent people were there. Mm. So it's like, you know, your perspective. Mm. There's different perspectives, isn't there? Mm. So the book that's never been made, which I could write mm. in a month or two if I got down to it, mm. is writing about 84 from the perspective of Indira Gandhi mm. when the attack happens from her desk and her being on a All India TV, mm. then from General Brad, then from Sant Janal Singh, then from Innocent Family. So, you know, like you have those films where it's, yeah. from diff- it's the same three days, four days. You can do it from six different perspectives, couldn't you? Mm. But we just never got around to doing that. And so the other ones we've done, we've done The Innocence Lost. So that was done. And then we did, uh, we've done also The 84 Attack mm. in a fictionalized form. Andy. Yeah, which sort of goes through and it mentions all the characters and then we've sort of fictionalized it. Because we don't, no one knows what really happened. Mm. Like Because even Mahant, he was there and he survived, but he only knows what happened in front of his eyes. He doesn't what happened at the Kaltak side. So it's like, it's quite hard. Another history, it's like, you have to sometimes, but... Our issue is more about inspiring people. Mm. Yeah. So where we've been factual, we've been factual. We've said that. And where we've said it as well, we say at the start, this is a fictionalized account. And it's 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 a fault of the person if they think it's a true one, if we've not fictionalized at the yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. Obviously, it gives us a, a what do you call it? Like it gives us license. Creative license. Creative license to put in things there that we couldn't otherwise say. Mm. Do you get it? So like in the in Gadi, we make up a fictional character of a Wazir Khan who's in the jug, who then gets converted by Guru Gobind Singh. And he actually sabotages all the Mughals in the jug. Because mm. he fought because when he has Darshan and Guru Gobind Singh from the he goes on a rooftop and sees Guru Sahib and Uda come mm. And so but the thing is, those things happen in our history. Mm. They did Hmm. And that happened in Anandpur Sahib beforehand in different jungles. The principle, right? Yeah. So the thing is, what people don't realize, those things happened and Guru Sahib has got that power. So even that talk about the sayings in, in the attack and Guru Gobind Singh, yeah. we put that in the fictional account because hmm. we couldn't say that at that point. Because Singh Sahib just wants to sing the song. Yeah. 
ਕਿ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਨੇ ਗਾਲਾਂ ਕੱਢਣੀਆਂ ਸੀਗੀਆਂ ਸੋ ਵੀ ਪੂਰੇ ਨੇ ਫਿਕਸ਼ਨਲ ਅਕਾਊਂਟ ਅਗਲੇ ਨੂੰ ਕੀ ਪਤਾ ਸੱਚ ਝੂਠ ਦਾ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਮੀ ਵੀ ਕਾਂਟ ਸੋ ਸਮਟਾਈਮਸ ਦਾ ਫਿਕਸ਼ਨਲ ਗਿਵਸ ਅਸ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਟਿਵ ਲਾਇਸੈਂਸ ਟੂ ਪੁਟ ਇਨ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਮਾਈਟ ਨੋ ਆਰ ਟਰੂ ਐਂਡ ਡਿਡ ਹੈਪਨ ਬਟ ਵੀ ਕਾਂਟ ਪ੍ਰੂਵ ਕਾਬੀ ਕੁਆਂਟੀਫਾਈਡ ਯਾ ਯਾ ਸੋ ਲਾਈਕ ਈਵਨ ਸੰਧੂ ਬੀਇੰਗ ਦਾ ਲੀਡਰ ਆਫ ਸਮੇਸ਼ ਰੈਜਿਮੈਂਟ ਆਈਵ ਨੋਨ for i don't know how many years 20 years but i could never say until like the last 2 years hmm. but in in terms of 84 all the witness eyewitness accounts came out 2 years ago because they were working on trying to uh, win elections so the kalis hmm. gave permission to everyone in punjab who is a survivor 84 to go on this mic and do interviews so about 12 interviews just popped up overnight so those are there but we didn't have the uh, we didn't have that information when we wrote our books or even ans wife when they done their battle of amritsar movie they didn't have those interviews mm-hmm. so like nsi well the things were like really in a, a quandary when they released the film because they said to me they go people going to say why do you interview all those people because they didn't exist yeah so when they when people say to me like what were you doing like all these people come out now because no one spoke mm-hmm. so you know you're talking at the start of this podcast like the development of time people now speak mm-hmm. back in our day people didn't speak who were there in the attack so yeah. you got dr bhagwan singh who became the de facto leader of all in the Sikhs Federation he was in the attack he says he didn't fire a bullet because he didn't need to got out alive came to the UK after 20 years after I met him at Plat Gondara and he wouldn't wear to speak a word to me mm. and now he's doing interviews on it mm. but at the time he wouldn't speak a word to me I asked him the same said to me grab him he was like the leader of the federation for 9 months after the attack because all the leadership was gone and he was in the attack he fought and he never he never spoke a word to me because they were scared at that time mm. There's a Benji um forgot the name um of the organization they're doing a lot of um political work um in terms of courts and lawyers within just one, just one court Benji yeah. yeah and she said the similar thing she goes now 34 years after the kind of the trauma is still there but it's reduced enough that people are actually less fearful and can actually speak about it and i guess yeah. sometimes time is the best healer for that yeah. um so yeah totally resonate with what you're saying mm. um another question so that comes to mind problem no shabab i've been holding him all this time so, man so, so, sorry we're <laughs> not only in for like now i thought you going to stop now go on hurry up man uh you spoke a lot about you know you could be quite controversial and a lot of things a lot of stick that you get yeah, yeah. for the seva that you do but as anybody will know when it comes to doing seva or bond to the seva everybody will get stick nobody is everybody's best friend right so no no but i've got no friends that's, <laughs> there's a difference in it i do have yeah i do have a thick skin and and for those people that are doing seva it, it can be very and vigi spoke about this in his podcast as well it can be a very lonely path very difficult path as well so what would you just just say to the sangat who want to do seva and they may not realize actually it can be very hard yeah i think see it it what it depends on and like when i started off in seva as part of boss we had a support network hmm. we had things we had everything so remember i got i, I nearly got jumped by skinheads in commentary when i was a student you know to go there again about china and bin came to me there came to me and he goes if you go to the pubs go and find them i was like are you nuts <laughs> yeah all these people are going to be drunk and stuff we're going to walk into pubs on a saturday night wearing the stara just cuz some guy started on me and nothing happened i got away scratch scratch free and he was ready mm-hmm. and that's that, that was the judge bar and like me and bindra for now over the years and made friends and stuff as well and mm-hmm. but the thing is like the judge bar in our circle was that and we would give our lives for each other but you have to have that circle when you start cuz if you don't everything will destroy you yeah yeah so we had like we had people like willing to put their lives on the f- line for you could phone one and they'd come to your house whatever hana so we had all that support network and the ones who really messed us around with the politicians 
the politicians tried to get us arrested, tried to ruin our jathabandiyan, tried to uh, snout us in cases, tried to put us at the front. Politicians, what you mean like people within Gurdwara politics? Yeah, all the Siyane. Okay. Siyane jathabandiyan. Yeah, so they all tried to tool us. Yeah, but they were scared of us as well because they knew the power that we had all their Jathabandiyan with us as well. So they were scared of that, but then they all tried to tool us as well and use us for their own purposes. So that was a bit hard. But now, like, I think, like, once you've been through it and you've had your sport networks afterwards, it doesn't matter because mm. then it doesn't it doesn't make a difference. But when you look at 84, post-84, post-movement, now we have the Bihar Punjab, now we're supporting people who run the Dera in India. We have 30 addicts living there at the moment. We've got 60 things living at the Dera. We've got going to missions all the time. Anna. We can't talk about these things. So a lot of the things we do now in Punjab, so where it gets hard is when you actually do the real work of the real activism, that's very lonely. That's really lonely. Where I've got psychiatrists saying to me, yeah, why aren't you having therapy? You need therapy. Yeah. Mm. And these are uh, psychiatrists who are famous with Anakam, who sometimes I do speak to a bit about cases and things I'm dealing with. But it becomes very, very scary because you have like cases of sexual abuse and other things and no one will take a stance. So it's like, oh, go to Harjinder Singh because he's going to do it. Because mm. no one else is going to. So precious, but I knew Yeah, that. so you get what I mean? And even like political cases or legal cases, like people will give me, everyone will give my number. Mm. Yeah, which isn't like, it's not an easy task, Anna. And then you've got everyone looking at you and stuff like that. So it gets really hard when you do real Sangarsh. That's when your Bani comes in. And if you haven't got that, then you won't, won't last in that sphere as well, Anna. So when you do real activism, if you haven't got the Bani, the uh, foundation, Anna, that's when you'll lose. But the thing is, we've been through this with our sayings since Baba Thakur Singh passed away. And Babaji was our support, Anna, and our everything. So if anything happened, it was one phone call, was it? But after 2004 to now, 19 years, the struggle's our own. Financially, physically, emotionally, psychologically, it's our own. So we have to be very careful how we carry that burden in terms of our spheres of seva. So we have to do, and who we got? We got Guru Sahib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Guru Sahib's there for us. And Guru Sahib's Pratak as well. It's not like, you know, like you were talking earlier, like Ardaas Sahib saying, Maharaj, Jo Marji kar dunge. If you got the Pavana, mm. especially if you got the Bar Sahib and do another Das, Jote Pasha, Shime Pasha, Koi Chakarni, Koi Jeri Marji Ajave Takhtana. So we've got things going on in India with our dairy and stuff as well, and things that we run, where Sarkara are trying to overtake the dairy and other things, you know, and trying to like uh, basically obliterate like a million pounds of investment. I'm not even lying, a million pounds we spent in Anastana and they're trying to take it from us. And they might be successful. We've started building a one next door. <laughs> we've screwed their plan. But it's like, it's people can't like comprehend some of the things that we've done. And we can't comprehend it mm. because we didn't do it. Mm. But we have to be very careful because we can't speak openly about these things of how, what went on, what happened. You look at the other people. People but it's happening, isn't it? People do get the punishment, Anna. The one, one a case of all mentioned, Anna, which doesn't, didn't make into media, Anna. So Nagoke Bend is basically a bend which a lot of karakus and sheets came from, especially prior to 84. So a biadbi happened in their bend. This was about four or five years ago now. And uh, what happened was a Nagoke Bend, biadbi hogi, they the caught the person who did the biadbi, chopped him into little bits, put him in a bag, and the police came. And the police said, Where's the guy who killed him? Said there he is in a bag. Said who killed him? And the band said the whole of the village killed him. The whole village stood there. So we all killed him. Do what you're going to do. Mm. So the Indian media suppressed that and didn't let it get out. 
we know these things because we we get the news all the time even if it's not on the news you know what i mean sada chalta in the chakrana going backwards and forwards as well and on the media you hear something else on the ground is something else mm. it's very different like you know like my on a chakra as well so the thing is those things are happening as well and if you have to think of it like this is why you know with the biad be as well you some people might not like this terminology but marashi diyan di jande aaj tak you could say like guru granth sahib doesn't give shit because ഗുരുസാഹ So the thing is it's like these cases are there now it's not like but the people who do the biadmiya the woman at dukhnivaran they I don't think they found any id and they can't mm. id her. the guy who jumped over the jungle at darbar sahib no one knows who ever was the guy uh, uh, marinda he didn't he didn't say why he did it mm. yeah so it's just like you can't sometimes you can't get the truth out of these people mm. Well, we definitely went for a lot of topics today. We might, we might, we might want to cut some of that at the end. <laughs> um, we can send it to you after. Keep me out of jail. No, I ain't going to watch it, man. I ain't got time to do that. It's cut, too long, man. I ain't got any of it. Just the last one, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for everything that you spoke about, G. It's been an amazing podcast. And I think definitely the whole time I was just sitting in awe with all the topics that we discussed. Um, just the final message to the Sangat. What would you like to finish off with? Um, you know, what do you see the future looking like? That's a bit of a random question that came inside me. Tosh you what do you what do you see in the future um and something to finish off with the future is bright the future is orange khalistan banuga mm. there's no way about it khalistan banana and people who got an allergy to khalistan as a word yeah khalistan is just a land or a state ruled by the pure the pure who are pure spiritualists every faith believes in those people mm. so this isn't about separatism from an indian state or separatism from hindus or muslims this is about a state ruled by pure ideology which was done by maharaja ranjit singh banda singh bahadur and it will be for the betterment of all citizens who ever live in this state mm-hmm. and it's going to happen no one can stop the movement of history it will happen and more than likely it will happen in our lifetimes before we die right yeah so it will happen and if it doesn't happen in my lifetime in manor kana mod ke hona pehna yeah i'll have to come back yeah oh watch it yeah but the thing is otherwise it's like because it's that you know that thing you know when you got a uh, sort of itcha uh, itcha so much for something ana the itcha brings you're you back too, you're too deep in yeah. it then you're yeah, so itcha brings you back in it so sada mok jeve hon to kam nibar jeve ne but the thing is yeah so khalistan it, it will happen like you know people get depressed to come and go like you said the for just saying thing 50 years ana chali said okay that's all already ke jo koi panga hoga yeah so it's like we we never lose our jajba in any movement this is our history we get beat up and then we come back double triple hana we just keep coming back we don't stop that's our, our, our story and as as a Sikh nation we were never defeated we were never defeated by any nation and that's the threat that all nations know these people you can't crush them you can't destroy them they will destroy you and they will just clear you off the face of the earth because any person who's come against our calm has been cleared off the face of the earth that's just the history of the Sikhs mm-hmm. and we are pro hindu we are pro muslim we are pro every faith we're not anti anyone because anud rab sana jada sadaya So we it's not about like you know how the Indian state tries to make into extremism. Mm. We've just got love for everyone. 
Mm. We want every person who's in front of us to have a prashada in their hand mm. and to be able to defend themselves, especially in the grief. In grief, they can go to the path. So, Maharaj is going to grief. They can't do anything. 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 They can't do it. So, but that, that's the people who are going to get it, is the people who, who know hardship and live hardship through their lives. Because that's who Guru Gobind Singh gives it to. Got mm. it. And that's a great way to finish off. Mandeep Singh, anything you want to say? There's not much to add after uh, that. Alright, Sajji, so, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Bye, Guruji. Bye, Guruji.